Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. Once again, I am Darwin. Got AV behind the camera. And we have a special guest today. We have the creator. Not Tyler. <laughs> although his last name is Tyler. But we have Alex Taylor. Right? Yeah, I got it right yes, this time? Yes, you're okay. right. You're right. Been getting it wrong for some reason. But <laughs> welcome to the Half Court Podcast, my brother. So kind of tell us what you do and just kind of go from there, man. Um, I'm a podcaster. It's literally the only thing I do. So I do, uh, I have three shows currently. I do the Alexander Taylor show, uh, intertwined with my girlfriend and then I have a let's do therapy, which is a mental health podcast, but okay. I'm trying to branch out, you know, do videography stuff like what you do, trying to learn the aspect of it as well, just to be overall creator. Cause, uh, can you break you know, down what those podcasts are about? Like those little, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Alexander Taylor show, I started off originally, it was called, I know that I know nothing. Cause uh, I've always liked that quote. Cause I believe there's infinite knowledge out here in the world. And uh, I eventually switched it because I was like, it's not really fitting my dynamic. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I changed to Alexander Taylor show just to talk about whatever I wanted to talk about, having homies on, have whoever on and just chill. And then I did uh, Let's Do Therapy, which is a mental health podcast with a therapist because really, I'm really big on mental health. And I was like, I kind of want to, you know, branch out and do something else I wanted to do like that. And then I started recently with my girlfriend, which got intertwined. So we talk about, you know, a couple related things and drink wine and, you know, just kick it because I've always wanted to do something like that, too. Uh, I, it's three shows. I'm like, damn. I feel like I can't. I can keep going, but I just I feel like I didn't want to, you know, put too much into one show to confuse people. So I was like, let me branch out and do three different. But I mean, the thing with that though is not it's not like you're having a guest at every podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can yeah. still. I mean, if you if, if you're doing a podcast with your girl and then the other ones just it can just be you, you can literally schedule yourself like Monday, Tuesday, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and you then, can put it out there. Exactly. Like our, our shit is a little harder because we gotta have a guest. So sometimes people can't make it or whatever. Yeah. But with yours, I mean, you really, you can make Well, and I think now's the time, brother. Like, And that's what I was telling you when I went to your podcast. Because uh, if you guys haven't checked his channel out, the what is your channel? Yeah, it's Alex Taylor Productions. Yeah, so I was featured there, which was a pretty awesome, amazing experience. Like, I got to be on the other side of, you know, the, the people asking me questions. So that was pretty tight. Um, but it's just a matter of now just taking the time to post, like, as much content as you can. Because mm -hmm. right now, everybody's just sitting at their house just... Like, what is next, you know? So I feel like with you, like like Aaron was saying, if you don't have the the mission of having guests, then just throw shit out there, man. Just keep yeah. it Yeah, because yeah, yeah, like if you shit. don't really have guests, that means you could just, like, pick a topic and then be, like, sit there with your girl. and Yeah, Because exactly, you're going to be exactly. doing that anyway. You're going to be yeah. sitting there with your girl anyway, you know? Exactly. So you might as well yeah, cause film it. With, uh, with the Alex Taylor show, that's the one you want to, like, kind of have more guests. Yeah, and yeah that's why I have, like, bring the people in the city. Have guests on. Exactly. Like, I'm yeah. trying to feature some people and network out there. At first, I never did that. I was really just me and the homies kicking and talking, you know, smoking and chilling and talking. And then eventually, I was like, you know, I kind of want to switch it up, start talking to people that have interesting stories or just talking to somebody with some intellect to learn something. So, uh, yeah, for that one. But that, that's true, though. If I can't, if I don't have a guest, it's the Alexander Taylor show. I don't really have any structure to it. I can just do whatever. So if I want to do an episode by myself and just talk some shit, I could do that, too. Uh, I mean, I like that more too, just so I can sit there and just talk some shit and kind of vent, get some shit off my mind, type of thing. Yeah, kind of like uh, who does that? I forgot. Uh, it's almost like well, a like a late night show type yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes they have a guest, but like they do shit by themselves. Mm -hmm. They do little monologues and talk about some shit. That's why, and that's why what got me into podcasting really is like hearing that authenticity. You know what I'm saying? People just on there vibing, kicking it, and talking shit. Some people do it by themselves. Some people will have guests, but that's why I liked is I I didn't really give no like. This podcast is going to be about this. Even my description, I just literally say, I'm going to do it, talk about whatever I want. Exactly. So no yeah. one goes in there really expecting much from it. And uh, how old are you? I'm 21. So, yeah, he's a youngster, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you just got to, 
you just got to find what, like, as far as scheduling, that's what I think, I, and that's what I tell people that want to do shit, like, just fit it into your schedule as far as, like, having a workflow. Like, for example, we'll film whenever our guests can, and then I know for a fact that every Thursday an episode's dropping, every Thursday. That's, like, just commitment. That's something I committed to myself, like, every Thursday. So, like, my workflow is most likely Monday, Tuesday, I'm editing that podcast, and then I'm dropping it Thursday. So that Wednesday or Tuesday, I'm already thinking about the thumbnail, thinking about the title, uploading it on all, all platforms. So right now, this podcast that's going to drop today, well, yeah, today, I had it ready two days ago, but I had everything ready, title, mm-hmm. everything. Just that way, comes Thursday, boop, I just hit the public button. That's it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So That's why it's hard. I mean, yeah, if you have three fucking podcasts, that is. That's <laughs> what I'm, and I told him too. I was like, yeah. man, I don't know how the hell you're going to do but, it. But I mean, you put out that one pretty quick. So if you're putting everything out that quick, then yeah. that means it's doable. Yeah, for real. I, I, mean, like, it's, I mean, if I sat down to edit them, which I should be doing, but if I sat down to edit all of them, it would take me a little bit longer. But yeah, definitely. Like I have to record um, with my girl, and then I'll have to do one of my the therapist. You, on you don't have a structure yet, like as far as like no. oh every Thursday I'm I'm uploading episodes or every so and so. No, not yet. I think, That's I, why when we had that conversation, yeah. I really took that and I was like, okay, I really because I mean with podcasts you got to really have consistency, and that's what you have. And, and at the beginning, I did have consistency. But well, I then I mean, I you gotta think about it too, bro. This is barely our 18th episode, so I mean, it, what 18? What is it? 18 weeks that we've been doing it? Yeah. That ain't shit. Yeah, I know. But that's why I was trying to give them props because I'm like, y'all had the um, where y'all had already had the cameras, and I was like, that's really nice because in this day and age, I was talking about that, like with Joe Rogan, people want to see that. You know, the people like to see the visual. People wanted to watch my stuff on YouTube, but I didn't have no cameras yet. So I'm having people download the podcast app. Yeah. And they, ain't, they don't even know what that is, really. Yeah, I think it's more of uh, prioritizing both. That's uh, when yeah. we started this podcast. We wanted to make sure, like, I mean, and it was a good thing that we already did video, you know, exactly. Because then, mm-hmm. then now this shit kind of came easier, like, yeah, it, it was like a full so... circle when I was watching your stuff. Because I was like, I, I thought you just came out of nowhere, starting it. I don't even remember how I found you. Oh, I, we talked about that. I was the Toby, yeah. So I remember going to your page and I'm looking and I'm like, how? Where did they come from with the podcast stuff? And I seen you did the sports thing first. But then I was like, okay, so there, and I seen like your other channel where you did like videography and the music, but I was like, oh, okay, that's dope. That was full circle for you. You already had the cameras. Yeah. Bring it in with the podcast. Yeah. And that was, that's dope. Um, it's just like anything, bro. That's like what I tell you. Like you never should get discouraged. Like, ah, you know, all this setup or all this, mm-hmm. like what you have right now, you got something nice. I mean, I was there. It felt to me like a podcast. So I left there. I was like, damn, that's tight. You know, I was featured in the podcast, you know? So I feel like you just got to work what you got. And like I said, you got your phone, bro. Yeah. And I, I, I meant to tell you like. Because you were talking about frame rates, yeah, differences, yeah, yeah. you can adjust that on your phone. So, like, okay. I would recommend to keep, like, your, your Canon at 30 frames, and then your phone, you can adjust it to, to record at 30 frames. So, that way you have both of them at a 30-frame mark. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, yeah, bet, bet, um, bet. That's the second angle you can have. Okay, bet. And with that, you don't have to worry about it because that records unlimited. Just make sure you have plenty of memory. Just make okay. sure you got enough light. Exactly. I think the yeah. lighting is important because yeah. yesterday I was at the mountains, and I was uh, recording some stuff just, just for the fuck of it, right? And... See, and here what fucking my bad. What helped yeah. us is that instead of having to set up a bunch of lights, we bought these bulbs. So these bulbs that you see in the yeah, corners. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah we yeah. just re- it reflects it bounces, off of the because, white. Yeah, if you have a white, you know, white uh, painting and shit like that <clears throat> on the walls, that reflects it. It bounces, so it creates a soft light. That's why mm-hmm. our lighting is pretty good. But just yeah, with the iPhone, because I was like yesterday, I was at the mountains and I was recording uh, with my buddy and stuff, and he had the iPhone 10, and I was mm-hmm. like looking at the image and I'm like, fuck, this shit looks clean, you know, (laughs) but there was a lot lot of light. It's outside. You know what I'm saying? But it's, you know, at the end of the day, you don't have any excuses as far as like just putting content out there. Like even people that just only have a phone, if you have an iPhone 10 or even an A or whatever, 
shit, you can still get good quality. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I got a homie. He does a podcast too, and he's been doing it on his phone for like two or three years now. Yeah, and he he still. But that's one thing that motivates me with him because even though he's on his phone, it don't stop him. Like he legit be out here talking to everybody, anybody, DMing people in their face. And I'm like, damn, bro, that really helps me learn that. Do you know? Do you watch uh, Gary V? Yeah, yeah, I do. I okay. do. I do. So I do. Occasionally. You should. Yeah, it, like. At this point, bro, that's one of the guys that really motivated me, and I always say it thanks to AV because AV gave me, like, he was like, probably, what, four or five years ago, you were like, cause I remember you was cutting me up, and you was like, this guy Gary V, bro, check him out. Yeah, he started watching his shit, so that after that, it was game over because I'm shit. Like I said, if I have to meet, like, Drake or Gary V, I'll go, I'll choose Gary V yeah. just because I'm going to get more value. Even though I, I shit, Drake is kind of fucking a missionary. This nigga is out here. Still putting numbers up, has the OVO store, but I still choose Gary Vee. I'll because. slap his ass, bro. <laughs> Say what? I said, I'll slap his ass. Drake, he's soft. Uh, but I like, uh, I mean, you know, nah, Dame I Dash like is? Music, though, yeah. I'll slap his you ass. You said what? Dame Dash, you know Dame Dash? Dame Dash? Yeah. This is a, that's this nigga's guy. You bro, know what I'm I, like, I fuck with Dame AD Dash. AD loves him, yeah, bro. Yeah, I like Gary Vee, but I don't know. I maybe I don't know. Dame Dash approach. I guess it's The, the thing with so. Dame Dash, though, bro, is not a lot of people like to, to hear that shit. Like, no, no, You know, like, if my sister heard two uh, not, not even two minutes two seconds of dame dash she would be like i can't listen to this guy yeah he's too arrogant he's too full of himself like because he is he also he, well he like he like pats himself in the back all day oh, I, I feel like shit. With, i like that though with <laughs> him is like it's a 50 50 i respect the man i respect what he's doing but i also look at it like why did you break up with jay-z i also look at it like why you don't still have a more money because than Jay-Z. he's he's a very uh self kind of like selfish like if it's not his way like, oh, that's not a good business practice. Not, that's why he's by himself. Yeah, and his wife. Like right now, his his studio is just him and his wife because he doesn't. He says that he doesn't like dealing with people. He's yeah. like, I don't like niggas. Like I just, I just don't. So he learns the hard way. He yeah, it was that Breakfast Club interview I watched. The first one I remember watching that thing. Like this man tripping, but <clears throat> when it come down to it. Oh, it's true. true. Five know. years later, what is everybody preaching? Exactly. Independence and not having a boss. And yeah, that was yeah. it came from. Was... But if you see him on the second one, you can see his vibe is way more chill. Like more, he, he, he looks more like a grown up. On the first one, he was kind of like just oh, like, he's he's shit, defensive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on this was... one, he was just like. He was just chilling. He was like, I told y'all, you know, that's it. But it's crazy. It's the only, I think he came with that energy because they listened to him. And I think that's what Charlamagne said. He was like, thank you for the information. Because I was like, at the time, they look at him like, bro, you bugging. And next thing you know, DJ Envy's doing real estate. Yeah, everything he told them. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. And he was right. And he been saying, but he says that all the time. He said, See, that, that's what, one thing forever. that people don't get is like uh, the tone of things. Sometimes they... When you're loud and you're you mm-hmm. say cuss words or you yeah they're like oh my god this guy is fucking losing his mind but it's like if I if I said it nicely and you probably wouldn't listen like yeah sometimes you gotta fucking like slap a motherfucker oh so he definitely set the authority on that episode on that first episode of the Breakfast Club and that was something that really it's like you said it's true but um with that is is he's he's a good businessman like I like the the movies he's done it's a low budget he's been able to make. A story out of it so that's another example because you showed me that one and that one is like hood as fuck but it's reality it's what happens in the streets you know and as low budget as it was it kept me into it. i was like damn like a lot of fucking shooting a lot of like you gotta make a and, name in these streets and you the, know and the shooting shit can get cringy because like when you're doing like in low budget you can fuck that up really quick and make it look fake and like exactly. just like fuck this shit. You know, it's corny. But he made it look like looks like a nigga's really getting shot. <laughs> so props to him on that shit. And 
So who's your who's your favorite? Who's your person that you look up to? Like uh, to be honest with you, is it's really I be listening a lot of Dame Dash, uh, Jordan Peterson. He's a clinical psychologist, and uh, he's a uh, I mean he's so knowledgeable. He wrote a book called uh, Twelve Rules for Life that I started reading that I like a lot. So uh, yeah, Twelve Rules for Life. It's it's over my head. It's over a lot of people's head because he's very intellectual. He's very smart, and he's really you know pretty deep. But uh, it change it kind of can change anyone's life if you really let it and you really read it and you kind of just let go of everything you think you know. So like him and then you uh, gotta like humble yourself down though before yeah, you read yeah, those yeah. type of books. Like be ready to be fucking exactly. You'll be slapped in the face some of that shit. Uh, and just I mean, right? Like people like LeBron James, like shit like that. Like him being a basketball player, also opening up schools and shit. Like just something like that inspires me. I like looking at people just do shit out of the norm. You don't see that often. Yeah, uh, LeBron is is amazing, man. LeBron is the type of person that is a role model. But you know the amount of hate it's almost like the perfect person. Like this yeah, you has, know, I mean, like the amount he of got, hate. He got the he's still with the girl from high school. <laughs> fucking he raises like, kids. Like, yeah. I hate you. Amazing. Exactly. That's why people hate him because he's so perfect. He's like they're like how right like how man thirty five getting buckets right now exactly. Like, You're you seventeen still getting buckets. Yeah. But the amount of hate this guy gets, and it's like nothing to him. Like he just—that's miserable motherfuckers, bro. That are hating on that. Yeah, it 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 shows you that. But all this, like all this, going back to Dame Dash, all this shit shows you what his like the advice he gave everybody is like to show you like in moments like these. That's when that advice like was comes in, man. Yeah, survival. Right now, survival, and I think that's what people don't understand with this whole. Even me, even I, I know that life is like a jungle and shit, but. Right now we're living at a time where in you seen how bad it got in how many weeks? Three? Yeah, it's been in three weeks ago. Yeah. There's nobody in the street, everybody's scared. So in the next three weeks it's gonna be worse because we're gonna see people around us dying. Shit, you know, it's gonna mm-hmm. be bad, bro. You know who so all that advice that we use in the workforce, we're gonna have to use it to survive, you know. So like that's crazy. Did y'all ever shit. thought it would it would get to this point? Yeah, I think I did. Did you saw it coming? I mean I didn't see it coming now, but like back when I was in like eleventh grade, bro, that's why I started researching all this shit and trying to get it sounds crazy, bro, but I don't know. There it could happen, bro, you know, like you where you you're just and I I was born in Mexico, so in Mexico that's how it already is. It's already fucking the cartels run shit yeah. like you know it's survival of the fittest type of shit yeah so the thing is in the united states people aren't used to that like in fucking uh iraq and shit kids are used to getting kidnapped and fucking shit like that here we're not really used to that like right now we're going through a through a fucking crisis what about you alex did you see it coming no nah, no nah, bro like for a few weeks ago i mean i heard about it but i didn't really think it was gonna get to this level and the fact that it's probably about to get worse is like yeah. blowing my mind. But it just shows how I guess America can be kind of self-centered. Like a lot of people want to think about themselves and what the fuck they got going on themselves. But at the end of the day, you got some shit like a virus that you can't see. You see people freaking the fuck out because it's like the crazy thing it, with know? that shit is, is like you said, uh, we're selfish. So you still got a lot of people that are like, nah, fuck that. I'm not I'm not going to be broke. Like exactly. a couple a couple yeah. days ago, I saw uh, I posted something that said like. Because people were complaining about being essential or whatever, having to go to work. Yeah, yeah. And then there's people that don't have a job. So I was like, what the fuck? Are, you know, if, if you have a job just and you don't want to go, quit, you know, but you're afraid to go broke. So you're out there risking your life. That's what it is. So don't complain about it. Just go do the fucking job. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. Or quit. One or two things. Yeah, That's it. Quit. <laughs> as simple as that. Yeah, as simple as that. But, but we're people, so people fucking. People don't want to quit because they're like, 
fuck that. Like, I don't want to give up the... But that's the nigga, thing, bro. We're might, so fucking... Might, we complain have, about everything, bro. Like, like, you might have to go a whole fucking month with, let's say, $70. Like, are you ready? You know, that's why people aren't doing... Yeah. They're not quarantining. They're still out there cutting hair. They're still out there fucking... Because people aren't ready to just live on the minimum, on the on the bare minimum. Like, when you're in jail, you're eating fucking soups and, uh, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Like we, if we would have all done that from day one, we probably would wouldn't be where we're at right now. But but we didn't. We didn't listen. We were just like, nah, nigga, I gotta pay bills. I gotta do this. I gotta until it started. Um, it's it's crazy. All this shit is really crazy. Just because they say that Trump knew this since January, and that's when it started popping over there in uh, China, and he didn't take the measurements. He was like, you know what, that shit ain't gonna, you know, it's not gonna get to the United States and. It just ended up being this crazy shit. I think Donald Trump just wasn't. He was his mind was probably on a whole lot of other things like the wall, like war and shit like that. He wasn't thinking about no virus. Like, I think that's a very like kind of like American thing because he kind of he said it. He was like here in a few months, like we're going to have to go back to the normal. Yeah, he has been like this is the United States. That's how he thinks. He's like, this is the great United States. We're going to, you know. We, we well, got you can't this. go back to the normal when this fucking virus is well, killing but that's, you know, thousands. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. He wasn't prepared because he wasn't thinking about no shit like that happening. Like, he's used to controlling everything with money. But then when something comes that you can't control with money yeah. like that, what the fuck are you going to do, bro? Like, his whole life, he's fixed every problem he's had with money. Or a lawyer or a... And- a yeah. virus doesn't give a fuck about no, no money yeah, lawyers or lawyers. <laughs> you no. got celebrities, billionaires <laughs> thinking, like, panicking. They know they're not safe. And this shit is, is, is really crazy because more than the virus, what's really like, – what I'm really worried about is fear. The, mm-hmm. the, the people – like I went to fucking academy and there was no bullets. The guns, there were low on guns. So like what? Like what are you guys doing That's what I'm shit? telling you, bro. Like, what are you guys planning on doing I'm with this you, shit? I'm telling you this is turning into a survival of the fittest type thing. A lot of people are thinking like that. So they're thinking, okay, this nigga got all the toilet paper, but he don't have a gun. <laughs> Because I, I work at a barbershop, so I've seen people go from, like, this ain't shit to, like, niggas Pushing scared. The like, yeah. they come in and they went from, like, what up, bro, to, oh, you know, shit. like, I've seen it. Th- this shit is crazy. I, I I feel you on that. And it's so awkward because, like, us, we, we, we're used to that shit. We're used to, like, you know, the, the dabbing up mm-hmm. and fucking, you know, hey, what's up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, hugging your family members and shit to the point where, like, you see people that you, like, haven't even seen in weeks or months and shit. And you're like, ah, oh, shit, you know, Wakanda or, you know, you, you can see it in that. the podcast. Even a couple of weeks ago, you were like, fuck that shit. Uh, more people died from the flu. Like, I. Oh, yeah. And, it, 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 and then look, look, and it's still not just because of that, because at the end of the day, the number still is bigger. Uh, if we have a, how, how many total are there? Like, it doesn't even get to 5000 yet. Right. Uh, as far as the coronavirus. It's getting up there, but it's not there. Because I, I know you, New York is a big portion of that. New yeah. York is at 15. Today I read it was a thousand deaths in twenty four hours. Five hundred belong to New York. Okay, it's still like yeah. at the end of the day, it still doesn't. It's not going to top the flu. It's not going to top heart disease. It's not going to, but it's it's getting there. You know what I'm saying? Just doesn't mean because it hasn't topped that number that oh fuck like we all took it at as a beginning as a joke. I took it as a joke because I was like I was one of them persons. I was like you know what I'm young. I got a strong immune system. I barely get sick, but 
at the end of the day, I'm not worried about me because if, if my time comes up, my time comes up. That's it. But I'm worried about the people that surround me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like my homie, he has like a home gym and shit, but he has a family and stuff. So he's like, oh, you can come to my gym. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm always out and about. And like I said, like I feel great. I feel amazing. And I always take the right precautions and shit. I always wear gloves and shit, but you never know. So I just try to stay away from it as much as I can and try to minimize me going out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, that's the best thing to do. I mean, I was the same way. I took it as a joke. And then I think when Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and these healthy athletes. They were like it, nothing, right? Yeah, I know. And it's like, what the hell on now? Y'all telling me it was only supposed to be 50 or older it was in danger. And then now you're telling me Marcus Smart. But that's these, the thing. You know it hits everybody different, though. That's like, I have know, you noticed that's, that, that shit? That's what makes it really scary. You know, KD was like, oh, yeah, I got the, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, in quarantine. But like, I was like, and them motherfuckers are. They are fucking freaks yeah. of nature. You know, they're like fucking genetically built for that shit. But I don't know, bro. I just feel like you always have to still at the end of the day, take the right precautions. But you you never know because now they're saying like hey, Drake was kicking it with uh, KD and he didn't get it. They tested him and shit. And he was cool. Yeah. But they said Weird. some cameraman that worked for the Jazz got it. Like, oh, God, random damn, shit like the that. cameraman, like, not the cameraman. I was like, damn, bro, this is fun. This is crazy. But yeah. I, I guess it, it puts you in perspective. Like, you got to get your shit together because, I mean, you know, some shit like this happened. Bro, I was I, still thinking about cutting hair. I cut hair last week, like, for, I probably did, like, 15 cuts. And I was so tired afterwards because I was just thinking of every little thing, like, brushing my shit off extra clean, oh, like, yeah. changing gloves, like, fucking staying your chair away. And shit. Like, it was, it was, like, fuck. So I thought about it and I was just like, man, fuck it. I'm not going to cut. I'm just... Feel weird for like a germaphobe. Like I, that's how I was just pumping gas. So I'm over like, oh shit, I'm tripping. I'm putting germaphobes on, wiping shit down. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. But at the same time, you gotta take it, it's so it's so weird because we should be like this as far as like, and I've always been like that. You know, I've always had a little fucking germex on 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 deck on my car, and I always have wipes. Wipes were my favorite. Maybe things that's to what's buy. happening right now. Maybe God is like, uh, for the people that believe in God, it's like a timeout. Like. Mm-hmm. Be more uh, mindful of your every move because that's what's happening. We're becoming more mind, more, you know, you're Aware thinking of, about, yeah. about your every move type shit because. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> and, and like I said, I go back to the shit is like, I just want people to stay calm about it. Don't fucking freak out. Don't do some crazy shit because you don't have to necessarily buy a shit ton of toilet paper and leave maybe people that really need it. You know, and food and like overbuy fucking meat. Yeah, yeah, now you have some guy with fucking 40 packs of toilet paper and then you got a family with five kids that doesn't have any. Like, and not, not only that, just the also the food, bro, because they'll go ahead and buy a shit ton of food and that shit goes to waste because they, they weren't able to eat it all. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the only thing I pray for is just like humanity, don't lose your shit, man. Just take it easy, stay at home and. Be kind. Like uh, we're on the same unity situation. is like same, the, the important thing. Even though yeah. we got to keep our distance from each other and shit, like just you know unity and shit. Like show love to each other and shit. You know, like we're in this shit together. We got to fucking fight it and come out of it one day. You know, so like just keep calm. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Shit's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Um, and there's a lot to think about when it comes to this shit. It's, there's a lot to think about, and I don't I don't want to get too deep into it, especially if I get into the conspiracy theory side, you know of it, but. Um, I was watching an episode yesterday of Joe Rogan, actually. He mm -hmm. was kind of saying um, how this maybe is a thing for, like, how are we going to recover from this? Is it going to be the same as it was back in the day, right? Just normal life. 
Or is it going to be to the point where if you go to the store or whatever, you have to fucking scan something and or take your check your temperature to make sure you're at a certain, you know what I'm saying? To, yeah. to, or they're going to keep like they're going to track us everywhere we go. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. What you think is going to happen? I might go back to the motherland. Oh, no, they're not. You can't even go back. You can't no, you go can't, back. You can't go nowhere oh. right now. <laughs> no one can go in. Unless you do the opposite. Just go back and climb the fucking uh, unless wall. Unless I can find a, a plug that has a little airplane or something. I don't think they can even fly. For real? I don't know, bros. Because you got to ask permission. When I'm, you fly, you got to ask fucked, permission. I guess. <laughs> God damn it. So. Because I know Khabib had, they had a UFC fight coming up and he's stuck wherever he's at. I don't know where he's stuck at, but I'm hurt he's stuck. And I'm like, if, uh, if he can't get here to go do a UFC fight, then no one can do anything right now. There's people well, stuck all over the world. And like I said, bro, it's like, like I don't want to get too into the conspiracy theory, but. The way China was able to beat this shit is because they have cameras everywhere and they can detect each face where they're going and shit, which is the scary part. You know, they're trying to do that here. They're eventually. That's I think that's why 5G. That's where 5G is going to kick in. As long as they give me a fucking uh, valid social, I guess I'm cool. <laughs> I'm not flipping packs or nothing. So I'm, I don't care if you know where I'm at. That's how they were able to control that shit. Yeah. Because uh, of the, the camera scanning and every fucking corner, there's a camera. Um, so I don't know how the hell we're going to recover. We're going to be walking around like just uh, smiling. Like. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I don't, I don't know, you know, if they're going to fucking track us and be like, you know, where the fuck you going? You know? And like, they have to know every, because as of right now with technology and shit, like they have access. They to already us. do. Yeah. They, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, cause at like four o'clock, it'll be like, uh, do you want to go here? Like my map thing? Oh yeah. yeah like yeah, it gives you, you like at that time, you're usually at this spot. Right. So like, and, and, and the so crazy is like fun. when you put an address in a shit. It's like, you're going to be here at this time. How the fuck you know I'm going to be there at that time? Because, yeah, you had your location on. That shit crazy. Scary, too. But we allowing that access, though, having these phones. That's what's that's what's why I'm like, but you don't want to walk around without something, you know, <laughs> like, an bro, iPhone or whatever. How many be. times do you do you read the agreement thing? The, 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 never. Never, bro. No never does, brother. Bro. That is. <laughs> it's crazy. It has all kinds of shit, and that's what, why Facebook got in trouble. But our dumbasses, we don't fucking read. No. So we just no. scroll, scroll, scroll. When we see the accept. Highlighted, all right, boop, except. But like I said, Facebook got in trouble because of that shit because they were giving data, mm-hmm. our personal data to other fucking companies so they can sell us advertising Cause, bullshit. Cause all, and that's against a fucking idiot and then see that in the agreement. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think at the end of the day, we are, we are our um, data right now. I mean, essentially, we're going to sell the companies to see what the hell we look at. I mean, I will look at something. I think everyone's seen it. Look at something on Google and then go on Instagram and I'll see ads for it. So I'm like, how the fuck yeah. does that connect? That's weird. You know how that works. And then... Uh, Especially like hackers too. Hackers have access to it. Mm, exactly. I don't know if you saw like there was a, a news article. Well, not a news article. It was a, a hacker got into a security camera that was for, it was a baby's security camera. And he was oh, talking shit. to the camera. So he was talking to the girl, the little baby and shit. That shit was scary. And oh. man, it got me thinking. I'm like, fuck, man. I can't even like every time I fucking watch porn and masturbate, I'm gonna have to cover the goddamn camera and shit. Like, <laughs> hey, I, there's people imagine, imagine that shit. Yeah, you know bro. I'm like, a lot of people I see with I can't even masturbate in their, peace. Their webcam, like they keep a tape over, they keep it covered, bro. Yeah, I, that's I, why. Like I now get it when 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 old mans used to come in, like because I, I used to work for a phone company, and they would come in with a, the the camera covered up. Mm-hmm. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like you know, and he was like, yeah, I don't want. The There's camera. a lot of paranoid motherfuckers, bro. Yeah. But it's like uh, the homie JB said one time, this uh, dude I was doing videos for, he was like, he's every time he came in, he was just like, so I was like, bro, like. Why, like, why are you fucking always paranoid? And then he just looked at me. He was like, it's good to be paranoid. <laughs> Shit, you'd rather be paranoid than, I guess, think nothing's going on, I guess, at the end of the day. 
Like, I guess goddamn. In a certain degree, it's always good because you never know. But yeah. damn, I don't want to be that guy that's like, yeah, looking and shit. Head know? on the swivel, like what the fuck about to happen? Nah, bro. So I don't know. I don't. Even, I don't even. At this point, I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> my, my, I'm worried about business. Okay, too. my conclusion to this is like, create as much content as possible. You know, read some books. <laughs> are you create, are you creating content? Yeah, I've been editing shit. I've been uh, right I'm now we're creating you. content, aren't we? <laughs> I got my eye on you, brother. Uh, shit, I put I out a video yesterday. You said what? I said I put out a video yesterday. Oh yeah, I saw that shit. Good shit, brother. Good shit. So shut your my, fucking my, mouth, man. <laughs> my bad. My <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm like I said, bro. I'm worried. It'd about be businesses. your own homies, bro. Homie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about businesses because. You don't know what business is going to come back from this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it might be a business you love, like, you know, gyms or fucking taco places or, sh- you know, like shit like that. Barbershops. Barbershops. Barbershops like yeah. it, I'm telling you, bro. I was, there isn't a plan I, I, for that. I was affected firsthand. Like, I'm out, I'm out of a job right now, basically. I'm fucking. You still have a job? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Luckily, I still, because we're considered essential. So, uh, yeah. luckily, I am. But, like, for instance, all of our employees are at home now. Basically, they just, oh, they took computers. They and they're at home. Are they working from home or just? They're working from home. Okay, okay. I mean. So they took computers from the. Okay, yeah, yeah. At least you guys have that have. option. I know. And I'm like, it's crazy. I walk in, there's only like two people in the whole building. I'm like, this is wild. Like, we're really living through a pandemic. This is going to be history one day. How many uh, employees are in there? There's the usually building? like 10 or so in there. But sometimes yeah. I walk in there and there's literally nobody. There's going to be like one or two. And it's just, it's different feeling. It's kind of eerie sometimes. Even driving around when I was coming here, I'm seeing people at the bus stop, gloves and masks on and shit. And I'm like, this is really wild. It's, it's really kind of weird, weird, huh? It's really weird. Like, even bro. me, when I put on gloves and shit, and I go to a place, I'm like, I feel weird. You just feel out of place. Shit. Bro, this nigga came in with, some, with a little glove today, looking like yeah. Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it, it's definitely something we're not used to. It's definitely something we're not prepared for. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you can Are you tell. ready to die? That's the question. Well, we <laughs> talked about this shit, and I told you, bro, like, <laughs> nobody wants to die. Well, some people do, but nobody wants to die. But if it comes to it, if my time is up, then my time is up, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, real nigga shit. Real nigga shit. Like, comfortable with that, though. I'm just wondering because I talked to a lot Are of you people. okay with dying? No, no. That's something I'm I actually just. I don't want to die, bro. Like, yeah, I got yeah, a lot of. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, you just rest your life though, that say this that. podcast. You did. Do what? I said you just risked your life coming to this podcast. I know I did. I know I risk. We risk our lives coming outside every day. Even, even before all this bullshit, every day is a survival. Yeah, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, Freedom is just an illusion. Somebody can pop in this fucking door and put a bullet in our heads. That's it. We're done. You get what I'm saying? Or even going to the to your favorite supermarket or fucking gas station. Somebody. Oh, speaking of that shit, there is an article. I don't know if you guys uh, saw it. Somebody fucking put a bullet hole on a nurse's head because. Yeah, there's some, a lot of idiots. You see, shit, bro. Yeah, like, how she fucking scrubs, insane. Like, she yeah, she had scrubs yeah, and she just shit. got out yeah. of work. Yeah. And this guy was like, you're, he yelled at her like, hey, you're, you're, you're. You're putting the public in danger and just shot, shot her cold. That's what, that is one of those things though. I, when I look at people like, uh, I had an ex-girlfriend and when she would wear her fucking scrubs to the store, I'd be like, oh, stop fucking go change. Cause that is nasty, bro. They're proud of that shit though, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck nigga. You just fucking could have treated somebody with AIDS or some shit. And you're over here buying tomatoes. Like 
That shit that is nasty, is true. bro. That's crazy to how much nurses are very proud to wear them scrubs. I they are. I mean, it's that, like anything, bro. I like, think about that. Yeah, yeah, because you can see them. Like I've seen them at the mall with mm-hmm. their scrubs and shit. Like even at the gym, bro. I saw a lady fucking running, and this was like months ago. She was. I guess it's one of those things, like you said. Like this is all shit that we should have been paying attention to, but we didn't because we're so busy getting money and fucking going to clubs and mm-hmm. spending the money that we just made. So we're not even thinking about this shit. That's why right now, or, yeah, yeah, it's reality check. Yeah. People are like, damn. I just, I don't know, bro. I don't know how long the government's going to control 300 and 350 plus Bro, have people. you watched those fucking live videos with Donald Trump and his squad up there? Yeah, yeah, I watch one. I watch those one motherfuckers for, are clueless. They don't yeah, I watch one for ten on. minutes, bro. They're I just can... saying shit that sounds good, like exactly. And if Donald Trump, bro, sometimes like I'm like, that's a real nigga, bro, because this the vice president is sitting there politically saying something, answering a question, and then Donald Trump is like, look, 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 stop, stop. He just went. He just went on for about five minutes, and he he's a professional. He 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 does his job lovely, but. He didn't even answer the question. I'm going to answer the question. We don't know. Yeah. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, that's, fuck. Well, that's the thing. Uh, like, like, that's a good question. Yeah. yeah they would fuck, ask him bro. shit. And I'm like, let me see what this guy got to say. Right. Like that dude, is fucking, he, he's trying to give up. Uh, like he knows what the fuck is going on, bro. And I'm yeah. trying to be like, I don't know, bro. But that's the thing. Like I get the professional guy because you, you got to keep people calm. Now, if Donald Trump comes in and say, I don't know. <laughs> What do you think people are going to do? <laughs> Creak the fuck like, out. Not yeah, even yeah. our president know what the fuck is going on. They're going to panic. Bro. Then it, you get what I'm saying? So it's that's like. What I'm saying. People are just used to take, get, like getting taken care of. That's the, that's well, the that problem. Yeah. That's America, brother. Um, I saw it yesterday for a good five minutes and I couldn't do it because he was, they would ask him shit and he was like, one of the questions was, when, like, why don't you consider locking down the whole United States? Because they're leaving it to the governments and shit. And one of it was like, every state is not the same. So, I mean, I'm like, but every, most every state has fucking cases. So why don't you just lock the whole shit down where nobody can go out for two weeks, three weeks. We'll, fi- we'll thug it out. Fuck it, you know? That way we can get rid of this shit and get and back to normal. And this was crazy, though. We're on our third week. Third right. week, it seemed like. And I'm like, if they would have shut this bitch down from the get Certain states have we, it shut down. You know what I'm saying? I know. And then uh, the governor of New York has said that, though. He's like, y'all, you other states, y'all think y'all are not about to get to us. Exactly. But y'all are getting to us. And I'm it's, like, that's that's scary to think that he's warning, like, hey, you you have low cases now, just wait. Your your cases are getting higher. And Oklahoma's one, like, I heard we're going. Like, I heard. And our that's the are thing, like, don't wait for it to get to a thousand, two thousand to just lock the damn state, like New yeah. York and Florida, that they're getting to that to that level and shit. Lock it down, like, just lock the whole shit down because that's what happens when you lock it down when it's too late. Then you create all this chaos. You got to build fucking hospitals at fucking parks and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know tents, what I'm saying? Hospitals and tents and shit. Exactly. Like, so weird as fuck for like a movie right now. I feel like I'm a movie. Fuck. Like a, a bad movie. Uh, I watched the live uh, video call yesterday with a doctor. Uh, and he was uh, basically this reporter got an interview with the doctor. He FaceTimed the doctor in the hospital as they're taking care of people. Oh, word. Yeah. So he's like, bro, he, this dude looks like. He's just traumatized. Like he's just like they. Uh, that wasn't ready for that. He was shit, like, right? we got nurses in here with uh, ma- masks that their parents that work in construction ma- made for them. So you see doctors in there with like those paint masks mm-hmm. and like filters built out of shit like construction people use. He, he was like, we just don't have enough uh, supply. Yo, Patrick showed me uh, 
yesterday he showed me his brother how he's going to work christian the rn bro he looks like you know the fucking people from uh a monsters inc you know those they yeah, had the yellow yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how they're like getting to that they're getting to that point and you got to keep in mind bro these people are risking their lives but they're doing their jobs so like that motherfucker that shot that nurse, like, bro, come on. She's just fucking putting gas. And at the end of the day, she's doing what she's doing every day, which is risking her life to fucking stop this shit. Because just as a doctor, the nurses are there to help. You know, the doctor can't be do much without their nurses and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's kind of fucked up. But the end of the day, I feel like you shouldn't have to wait for this shit to get bad to just lock up the state. I feel like we can thug it out for two, three weeks to fucking prevent this shit, lock it down. And then another the another question. I mean, that's the thing though. If you're always gonna have those rebels, those people that just don't give a fuck. So it's hard, man. I don't know, bro. I think it well, affects a lot it. of people think they're invincible. And I remember living like that too, thinking nothing can touch me. Nobody. Nah, can not just that. Me. Like, there's a lot of people too that don't give a fuck about life, bro. That's like, true if too. They, you yeah, know, yeah. They, they don't care if they die. Yeah. They don't got nothing to lose. They don't. Yeah. So they're just like, fuck it, nigga. I'm. I, I had that thought, bro. I don't know why I was walking. I was actually still going to Walmart, and I'm in this bitch, and I'm like, I don't know. I told my girl, I'm like. I wonder if there's somebody out here like that has the virus and knows they haven't intentionally gone out to places because you know it's evil fucking. It's I see. World. I see this white dude on live. Uh, he was at Walmart and he was like, "I just got uh, my my results back. Um, they were positive." He's like, "But where am I at?" He was at like, Walmart. He's yeah. like, "Basically, what they're doing right now is if you have it, they're sending you home to quarantine yourself with no nobody knows if you're really gonna do it." So what this dude was saying, he was like, "If you're old." Uh, stay the fuck home because right now it's not a time for the week to be out. He's like, I'm out here. Wow. So you know wow. he he's one yeah. of those dudes that doesn't give a fuck. He's so like, if, saying, and that's what he even said in the in the video. He was like, if I got it, um, if I got it, then y'all can get it too. I don't give a fuck. That's yeah, it's like crazy. it's like anything, that's bro. Crazy. It's like when fucking people have fucking AIDS and shit. They fucking giving everybody AIDS and shit. You know, it's like it's like. It's like anything, bro. Like, people don't give a fuck. That person doesn't give a fuck. But I don't know. I feel like it's going to have to get to the point because right now we're at, like, probably, what, at this point, we're probably at, at, at least in the state of Oklahoma, we're probably at, like, 800 by now. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think in a matter of days, it went up by 80, almost 100, yep. you know, uh, people infected. So, and that's the without saying, telling. But it's weird, too, because if you think about it, it's like you were saying, A.V., somebody was, was uh had the coronavirus, right? They went to the hospital, and how much were they charging you? Charging the person five hundred plus, five hundred plus. Not everybody has that shit, bro. No. And you then he said saying? he said that uh, they were like uh, treated. He was like, bro. As soon as I came in with that case, like they were looking at me like, like hell nah, stay yeah, away from me, they, motherfucker. They take care of you, but at the same time, they gotta take care of themselves. So you come in there with that shit, they are gonna say back the fuck up. But that's the, the system that they, that they have. First of all, if this is something that's fucking it's a pandemic already why fucking charge to get tested i get that maybe people are going to overreact and be like oh, i got a little headache uh my throat's sore oh, let me go get tested for the coronavirus but those people that might really have it that don't have the money they're just going to be like fuck it i'm just going to have to it is it is it's, it's getting serious i but. think when it come down to it though when all this shit ends i feel like it's going to be you know um a learning lesson i think america probably is going to change a lot of hopefully shit, man they're going to realize i feel a lot like of we're shit. hard-headed so i think yeah. i should just be the president fuck it <laughs> man i'm telling you uh anyways that that's funny because like they ask him about the oil field and shit he's like just know that the price of the gas is going down <laughs> it's going to be 90 cents a gallon 
So just know he, he gave us some good news, but what is the point of gas being so cheap when you can't fucking go out? Donald Trump was in the WWE. You got to think about that shit. Everything this fool does is just like entertainment. That's what I be thinking, bro. I'm watching him on WWE wrestling getting his hair cut and shit, and now he running the country. I'll be sitting there like, this is really fucking crazy. It's just America. It's just <laughs> what we really choose. What the fuck going on? When it taught me that it, it was a jungle, to be honest, when Donald Trump became president, I knew this shit was a jungle because this nigga has robbed from the government. Mm-hmm. He, bro, that's he's dividing us. It's a fucking jungle. That's what it is. Like yeah. it's a doggy dog world. That man, he don't give a fuck. He doing a lot of scandals came out. I'm, that's what blew my mind. He on camera saying, "I grab girls by the pussy." And yeah, he's the president right now. And he the president. Yeah. This virus he came from China. I and saying shit like I mean, that, just the shit know? he does on those. I'm telling you, that dude was trying to be all politically correct, and he stopped him, and he was like, "This guy just talked to you for five minutes, trying to give you an answer. We don't know." <laughs> I mean, this is I like he keep it a buck and keep it a hundred all the time, but at the same time, like. As someone that doesn't live in America, and I looked at this, I'm gonna think a certain way about the, that country. I'm gonna be like, that's that's the person representing the whole country. Just think about the previous presidents we had and how they. Oh, bro, they would have already bombed his ass if he didn't have some sort of power. I think that's true too. Because yeah, he'll sit there yeah. and talk shit. He'll be like, oh yeah, they could be saved. Just uh, just tell them to give me a call. Yeah, that man. <laughs> he don't give a fuck at the end. <laughs> the whole NFL shit. He's he was like, like, I'm sure we can sit down and negotiate something. <laughs> he gets no fucks. That's what I'm saying. Like. This motherfucker would go and, and uh, you know, when the whole NFL bullshit came out, he's like, they should fire that son of a bitch. Calling them like, thugs bro. and shit? Yeah. It's like that dude Joe Exotic that I was telling you. That motherfucker ran for president. Any idiot can do it, bro. Anyone. Anyone, like, yeah. Donald Trump could do it. I'm, I'm keep, anybody probably could I do it. I wouldn't be surprised if Kanye's like, I'm going to run. I'm going to run for president. Fuck everything. You know? Okay, so now that we're talking about this serious shit. Are you gonna keep doing your podcast? Yeah, I mean, if I can't get any guests, I'll probably just do it by myself. But I, I'm gonna keep doing it. Okay. And then like, where do I you mean, work no, at? I work at Amazio's call center. So when you call like Amazio's is a call center, so I'm a manager there. So I, I don't do shit, but just answer questions about random shit all day. And then so, you try to stay home as much as possible. Yeah, and yeah, really. So. I, I was going for, going to Walmart and shit, and I was like, you know what? Because I have asthma, so I was like, I'm I'm low key like a high risk a little bit. So I was like, let me not be going out like that. So I really been really me and my girl just go walk every day, go like early mm-hmm. wine or whatever. And just try to experience going outside and shit, walking and enjoying the fucking earth. Because I'm like, eventually it might get to the point we might not be able to go outside at all. Yeah. So like, so we need to do this shit. On that, um, I think, like I said, it was the perfect time. What so. about you, man? Are you going to keep doing see. what you're doing? Let me challenge him real quick, Alex. So what? Um, which one right now are you going to go full ham on? Uh, I think, shit, I don't know. I've been... Trying to, really, I gotta hold you accountable, brother. No, so. no, no, I've been trying to really focus on the Alexander Taylor show because I really, I really been doing it the longest, and that's just like my brand. It's me, and I really want to focus on that. So I've been trying to get out. Like I'm working on trying to get a new logo. I'm gonna try to start doing the making sure to do it every weekly, a certain day. Like mm-hmm. put an update out. Like, hey, look, this every day. Hold me to cool. it. I'm putting it out. So okay, you know you're pressured right now. Um, at least content once a week because if you do the everyday thing or every. So and so, you're mm. gonna burn yourself out because yeah. it's just too much shit. That's why we do this shit weekly. If you have, let's say, in a day you record two fucking episodes, that that's it. You have content for two weeks. Mm. But we want something weekly, so give us something weekly, and then set up a schedule where it's like I'll tune in and show your shit every week. Yeah, do it. exactly. Yeah, bro, I appreciate that. Appreciate and then like that, yeah. it, make it a certain week, whichever day. If you want to do Tuesdays, do Tuesdays. Mondays, 
just keep it consistent as far as the days. That way people know and they're like, I have people hit us up, bro. Like, are oh, you dropping an episode today? I fuck up on the times because I'll be saying three, mm-hmm. but sometimes they get carried away and upload it at five. Yeah, but they're there. Doing all they're there. Shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So everybody's going to expect it. And that yeah. is cool. You're trying to create that. And like I said, never focus on the views. Never focus on the comment. Well, the comments, yeah, the engagement, obviously. But the views as far as it, just focus on like, how can I distribute this better? Mm-hmm. How can I make sure it gets out to other people? So like with this one, bro, we would normally do, we'll send you a, a one minute clip, share it on your podcast, share it on your uh, Instagram and all that good jazz. And we share it and like, it's just everybody's sharing their shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, find that, sit down and see like, all right, what I'm going to do to just put content out there and have it ready. And, and, and just, you know what I'm saying? Like just mm-hmm. hold yourself accountable to yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So like right now you, you got it here, you're, you're pressured. So we expect that. And like, we're always looking for shit. Like I've, I've watched your, your episodes and shit. Like it's cool that you had the therapist in there and you, you even said it, right. You, you, you reached out to how many therapists? I reached out to 11 therapists, bro. And he was the only one that he was the only one that was, well, a few other responded, uh, but they just gave me like, Oh, I can't you, do it. And shit. What, what did you say? Cause you were like, Hey, can you come to my podcast? I literally was like, this is, you know, I've been diagnosed with this mental illness. I've had this type of battle struggle, whatever. Get my little story. And I was like, I'm just looking for somebody to come on. Because I was just getting like at least one episode, bro. I just wanted to sit down and talk to the therapist. That's awesome because uh, you being a therapist, you'd be like, ah, oh, man, you got to pay me, fool. Like, what am I going to do? Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Bro. So, like, yeah. that therapist, yeah. that's that's Hey, shout out to that therapist. Yeah, yeah. what's his name? Wes Warner. Shout Wes, out to Wes Warner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If we can get him in the podcast, that would be awesome because bro, yeah, he's, we appreciate he, that. Because I need therapy. And doing it for free, bro. Yeah, exactly. I, and I, start, I just started going back to therapy via webcam because I just like to be able to talk to somebody and just get the shit off my so, chest can we talk about that bro because you kind of yeah, mentioned sure. that like you have like you had a depression and shit yeah yeah so i was actually in a very toxic relationship well to give a background to this was crazy with the podcast stuff in 2014 i wanted to do the podcast stuff i was in high school sophomore and you already was thinking like i'm already because i was um y'all, y'all know who charlamagne the god is right yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. so he started his podcast stuff and i started listening and i just really liked these niggas going there talking shit cussing do what the fuck they want and that's how i kind of like to be so i was like you know i could see myself doing it because you know, why not? And I remember at the time, I was with the girlfriend I was with then, and, and I told her that, and she was just like, you know, I don't know how my family's going to think about that. I don't, you know, she kind of shot it down. And then I just never really went into it, and my dreams was just, boom, gone. Like, I was like, I can't do it. So then next thing you know, um, we were still together. Well, when you say your dreams were gone because she crushed them for you? Like, yeah, you was like. You, okay, let me just explain like this. And like, no, nah, I don't want right, to. Right, but I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. be like. I don't want to date a fucking podcaster. I'll yeah, be like, yeah. fuck that. Exactly. Fuck you. That's what you know, someone like, normally would do. And that's how I am now. That's how I am now. So so that back back in, you were you would say you were probably a little bit uh, weaker mentally. Is like, I, okay, you let I that shit say, get to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's to, big. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that because it's your girl. Yeah, yeah. I get you. So you're thinking like, damn, it's either my podcaster here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you, yeah. Exactly. Or it's because it's really just let me be myself. Because, like, the girlfriend went out, she lets me do that. And I told her, I was like, your family's going to listen to me say shit that they probably not going to like. I'm going to be me, though. So, like, if if we have to break up over that, if there's some conflict, let me know. I I will split. I, you know, I love you. I want to be with you, but I have to be me because I couldn't be Exactly. Yeah, bro. If we had those little clap things right now, we'd be there. Bro, (laughs) we're going to get it pretty soon. (laughs) Sound effects with that shit. You told me to get in that road. Bro, that shit going to be tight. Yeah. Uh, But I hear you on that because. My girl's parents are like that. They're mm-hmm. old school and like, they're not, they don't like tattoos. I like tattoos and I'm What's eventually going to get a tattoo. What's this nigga doing with the camera? <laughs> and then I do, yeah, like I said, I say a lot of shit. I work for a dispensary where, which my aunt and my swag, I don't, they don't like the weed shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm very open-minded about it. You know? hilarious though, because you don't even smoke. And, that's, just- and that's the thing. And that's what I was saying. Like, 
I don't smoke, but I like being around weed. Like yeah, when I go to yeah. a dispensary and I smell all that shit, I'm like, damn, that shit smells good. And it's just a good community to yeah, be around. Yeah, and everybody's chill, relaxed. Exactly, and, yeah. bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it, the most important was just being yourself. So mm-hmm. kind of like when you gave that news to your ex-girlfriend and she said, fuck no. What what what, what was it like? Like, what did you do? For- really, I didn't. I just, I don't even say I gave up on my dreams type of thing. But it was just like, you know, you go to your significant other and you tell them some shit that make, you know, oh, hey, I'm excited about this. And they just kind of give you that look like, chill the fuck out. You just like, fuck. So never mind. Because at the time, I'm thinking I'm going to be with her forever type of thing. So like, yeah. I'm like, I ain't going to never really do shit. Uh, but I like in high school, I really had no goals or real big ambitions. I, tr- I hooped a little bit, but I didn't really like I didn't love it. You know what I'm saying? I would be late to practice or I wouldn't just give my all in practice and shit. So I kind of had that realization. I'm like hooping and sports not going to be for me. And I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do like at all. And then uh, so eventually I was just going through life, like just blowing with the wind, just do what the fuck ever came. And I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I remember, like, avoiding going to family events, avoiding talking to people because they would get that question, you know, what are you doing? You know, you about to graduate. What are you about to go do? What are you going to do? And I was just like, I, just, I really, like, for a few years of my life, bro, didn't do nothing. I didn't go to none of my Christmas. I didn't go to Thanksgivings. I didn't do shit. Because it was just, just, like, just out of that anxiety of, like, having to deal with the fact I'm around other people who are doing shit and I'm going to get those questions. And I'm, I'm that kid that's I know exactly at, what you, know you mean. Saying? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I know. You're it's, like, it's a deep you're have to and then, then, yeah. Exactly. It, it's like that's why they I, expect bro, they expect the you past, to do the regular shit. For the past, like, 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 are you going to school after you graduate? Yeah. Are you going to you know university? Nah, like, what are you going I just for? dropped out. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you come yeah. up like, nah. I just want to. I just dropped podcast out. or YouTube videos exactly. or you know, like they're like, or become a rapper or like they're like. I just want to cut hair. I just want to cut hair. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I definitely get you on that because my older brother's a high school basketball coach. So it kind of put a lot of pressure on me because he was doing a lot of stuff in the basketball scene. Like he had AAU coaching and he was doing high school coaching. And he was moving, you know what I'm saying, making connections. He knew a lot of people. So like for me, there was kind of this shadow on me. I was like, fuck, like, you know, everyone looking at him, like he top dog and I'm not doing shit. With That's how I was with my sister. That's yeah, crazy. So you were saying, huh? <laughs> Even my parents, like, because my dad would put that pressure on me. He'd be like, you got to figure it the fuck out. Like you getting older, like you got to figure the fuck out. I'm going to make you like this period because my dad grew up in a hard life. So he's like, I'm what ethnicity are you? Huh? You're black? Yeah, I'm half black, half Mexican. My mom's Mexican. My dad's black. Oh, shit. So you got the fucking... Yeah, bro. I had to deal with both. <laughs> yes, bro. Yeah. I had to deal with both kind of ends of the spectrum on that, bro. Yeah, definitely. You had to deal with the... You better get your shit together. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, bro. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, my mom be on the phone talking shit, you know, pink chip, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I know she talking shit. I know she talking shit. And I do my, call my dad. Hey, boy, what you doing? You better not be doing no dumb shit. You better not be hanging around these people, blah, blah. So I had to deal with some with some shit from both of them at the end of the yeah. day. So when you uh, realize that, like, man, I got to do this shit because I want to do podcasts and I want to fucking, you know, keep evolving and, like, what was that process of, all right, I'm going to start doing this shit? So what it was, um, that girl, the girls were at the time, it was just very toxic for the both of us. So eventually it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And it finally hit up, like, this blow-up point. Uh, I was just getting down on myself, and then she was just kind of not really – you could tell she was trying to exit, you know, but she didn't know how. Because when you're in a toxic relationship, and, like, I guess men, too, a lot of men get to tend to be very controlling. And when you try to be controlling, girls want the autonomy. They want to get away from that shit. They trying to go out, be themselves. They want to wear what they want, do what they want. Little but, sluts. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're, when you're um, I guess, having that mentality of trying to be controlling and toxic, you don't want them to be themselves. And that's very dangerous for anybody. So, she eventually was like, I'm trying to be done with this. And I got really depressed and stuff. So I was like, 
just kind of questioning life off of a breakup. And I remember thinking at the time it was normal. But my how mom, long was you in the relationship? Uh, about two years or so. <clears throat> and I'm I'm like in a I'm sitting in my room for a week, just in the dark, like complete dark. I'm not drinking. I'm not eating. My mom's coming in there crying, like telling me get up. Like you know, I was going to school. I wasn't going to work. And it was something that changed my life because I was like really questioning my life over a female. And that's one thing that blew my mind when it came down to it. Like when it was all ended, I'm like, I'm really questioning my life over another human being. So then I had to start reading it's books. A, it, and, and that's it's what happens. Like a, it's a traumatizing experience. Bro. Exactly. It is. I was with a girl for seven years, bro. And oh, then shit. It, yeah. So that shit right there, I know exactly. Like right there, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's exactly how I was, bro. And for the because you lose somebody that you gave your all to, bro. Like, and, and not um, only that, you might feel attached to them that they're part of you. So when that, it's like know, a death. It's like somebody dying. Yeah, like yeah exactly. Like I, that, bro, it's like they because they're every day you wake up and that's the first thing you do. Like yeah, good text them, talk to, or, talk to them. So when they're gone, you wake up and you're lost. You're like, oh shit. But what's weird is like we didn't even enjoy each other's company though. That's the thing. When you get to it's like that's when it's done. When it's toxic, you know what I'm saying? Like we, I used to remember sitting in the room with her and like annoyed hatred. You know what I'm saying? I could feel it with her on me. Like she didn't fucking like me, and I ain't fucking like her either. And we were like stuck together in this emotional ass, you know, toxic cycle. You know, you'd be happy one day, next day breaking up, next day. I'm like, that shit's draining, bro. But you don't notice it when it's going on because kind of. And I'm not gonna lie, after I got. Like, after it was over, mm-hmm. my career, like, because at that point, I wasn't thinking about anything. So, my career, like, with my shit, that's all I was doing, bro. Editing, shooting, fucking cutting hair. I, I wasn't worried about, damn, what is she going to think when I can't make it at this time? Yes. Or, Fuck yeah. it. I'll go two days shooting videos, and I went all out. Like, I was just like, mm-hmm. I, I guess I was trying to get my mind away from it, too. So, that's probably part yeah. of it. Yeah. But it did move my career up like it was weird so maybe that you know it's a blessing in disguise type of thing definitely bro and at the time i'm thinking this breakup is gonna end my fucking life and the next thing you know because so so to finish that though i was uh questioning my life and everything so i started sending questioning text messages so next thing you know i ended up in handcuffs i had to get it's an emergency order of detention so i had to go get sight tracking help and i couldn't no one could do anything about it I'm in there five days. I just turned 18. My mom can't save me. Nobody can do shit. So I'm stuck in this mental hospital with grown ass adults, something I did not think was going to happen. I'm just, I was just depressed. I ain't think nothing of it. Like it was, it was going to turn into that. So I'm in this psychiatric hospital. I'm with all these people with severe fucking illnesses, schizophrenia, bipolar, like extreme bipolar people that really have problems. And I'm in there and I'm learning so much from these people because we'd have to have these group sessions and I'm in for some. They had no beds available for the 18 or older, so I'm in there with 50 year olds. So I'm an 18 year old with a bunch of 50 year olds, and I'm like, have no one to kick it with, no one to talk. Like I don't know what the fuck's happening right now. So I'm in there with these people, and they're all treating me and they're talking to me like they're treating me like a like their their kid or something, because they like you know feel bad for me. Like oh why are you in here? And I'm just telling them, and I felt kind of dumb. I'm like I'm really in here for this. Like I feel kind of silly. When you see that they were there for awesome. like war, yeah, yeah. Like or these people, they like, killed have, somebody, or fucking exactly, some other bro. crazy shit, other shit, bro. Like I remember the dude I had the room with. He kept talking about killing people. So I told him I was like, I'm not sleeping in there, bro. Like I'm sleeping in the day room on the couch. Like I'm not sleeping in there with that man because he's talking about killing people. And you stayed there for how? Five I had days? to stay in there for five days, and I had, and was that like a waking call? Like ah, oh, shit, I need to wake up, from bro. Yes, like, ah, yes, bro. all right, little nigga. You, you can't, bro. You like, can't, all right, little yes, nigga. You think bro. Crazy. You can't go outside. Like at that point, you question like, was I really depressed? Like, yes, God bro. Damn. Yes, like, did fuck. I? Was I really I need like to get out of here? Exactly, bro. That's how I felt when it got to the like the fourth, third day. I'm like, bro, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like I was depressed. 
bro, I'm good right now. Because you can't go outside. You can't even fucking look outside. I'm walking around this vicinity just all day, just by myself, taking 10-minute phone calls from my mom, just t- just doing what the fuck I can to make myself feel so better. So how did you there. break from that? How long was that shit? It was just five days. So, like, it's mandatory five five to seven days you got to be in there. And, and that happened because you did what? Because I started sending threatening text messages saying I was going to kill myself. So they were like, okay, well, you like that. They called the cops. So, like I said, I'm sitting there, and to be honest, I'm on the phone with Suicide Hotline and the cops, and I'm on a three-way call with them. And next thing I have two, two officers come behind me, two officers come in front of me, and they're like, coming up to me because they don't know what the hell I'm about to do. So I'm just sitting there and this feels like a, like I'm just like, feel like I was in a movie, bro, because I'm just like, this is really fucking, I was the wake-up calls so I'm in handcuffs and I'm thinking they're just going to take me home and I hear them on the radio like, oh, is there beds at this place? Is there? And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck's about to happen to me? So I'm just, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm up to like 2 a.m. in the morning because they were trying to find a bed and I'm just with this cop all day. We kicking and talking and I'm thinking everything's cool and next thing you know, when I got put in that facility and I was by myself, I was like, holy shit, this is a wake-up call. Like, the problems I had are not problems no more. Like, it's a breakup. It's sad. It's unfortunate. But I got to move the fuck on. Like, I can't be doing this shit to myself. And that's why I had to start learning, like, self-love, self-acceptance. And exactly. Yeah. Start kind of gaining that confidence. Like, no matter who I'm with, no matter who I'm dating, like, it matters what they Find feel. your happiness first. That's what exactly, I always tell Exactly, bro. It's like, about internal. Once you, you break up and shit, yeah, it can get there. It can get depressing, but find your happiness. Like, mm-hmm. find what makes you happy, and then you can make the other person happy if you are with in a relationship. Yeah. But if if you're by yourself, then, yeah, find what yeah. fucking makes you happy. Find your fulfillment and shit. I had to learn, you know, in order to love someone else, you got to love yourself. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, and that's one thing we're not taught as men and as boys growing up. We're not talking about, you know, self-acceptance, self-love. That's just getting, you get made fun of for that shit. Little it corny called, nigga. I called pussy my whole No, life, but it's you know? good. It's good yeah. to talk to somebody, bro. Like, when you go in... Bro, I'm not everybody because I was that emotional kid, bro. Like, you know, niggas used to be trying to write a poem for a girl and shit. Exactly. I ain't no bitch or nothing, but like, I was not that kid trying to fight everybody and be tough and shit. I was just that funny kid in the class chilling. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody says some fucked up shit or, you know, I was having a bad day, nigga, I'll be in class like fucking crying and shit. Niggas want to call me pussy and all that. I'm like, that's fine. But at the end of the day, I know you deal with this shit too. You just deal with it at home and alone. Or and that's just, why you're trying to beat up people, because that's how you deal exactly, with it. Like you dealt exactly. with it being sad and shit. Some people yeah. just like, all right, I'm gonna go beat somebody up. Fuck yeah, this that's shit. The, the the way I see it, like you know, you can get you know those moments, but I'd be like, man, people have it worse. Like, mm-hmm. like when I see people put status on Facebook, I hate my life and this. I'm like, bro, come on, like you yeah. got a fucking roof, yes. you healthy, yeah. you know, you can do shit, you can change that mood, bro. Like if you just post that shit and you're not doing anything about it then that's on you at exactly, that point exactly bro you get what that's, i'm saying that's the mentality i had to get like it's it's a tough mentality but i really started reading this book and, it, and it's about like internally like not basically what is not letting external bother you so in the book i'm reading this shit and i'm starting to get mad low-key because i'm like what are you telling me like my house fucking burned on fire i'm not supposed to be upset but the way he broke it down in the book he's like no it's simple like if something bad happens in your life, it, it's all it is, just bad. You don't have to make it, like, horrible. You don't have to make it affect you your whole fucking life. Because you got people right now that will tell you, oh, shit, like, oh, why, why, why aren't you doing anything with your life? And like, oh, well, my mom did this when I was this old. Or fucking, they give some, ex- it's like an excuse type of thing. Now, although that event was traumatizing or whatever, that does not mean it has to affect you forever. That does not mean necessarily you exactly. got to be impacted by it forever. So that's one thing I had to learn. I'm like, fuck, I got shit going on. There's some shit that's happened in my life. It's traumatizing. But at the end of the day, like, I can't keep just giving that shit control. I got to have control. Exactly. You feeding that shit. And if you just keep feeding that shit, and that's the thing, when you don't know you feeding it, 
You just unconsciously feeding that shit. And every day you wake up, I hate my life. I hate this. I hate that. You know, this went wrong. This went bad. But then, like you just said, if you kind of be more gratitude and like, I got a roof over my head. I got a mom that loved me. I got a dad. That That's why having like a gratitude journal is important because you start thinking like, oh, shit, I woke up this morning. And the little shit, like, I, got, I got both my arms. I got exactly. both my legs. Like, exactly. Oh, it's you just simple as that. And then like with this whole shit, bro, it kind of made you realize like we was watching a, a homeless video we did. And I'm like, bro, these homeless have it really bad. Yeah, right. They already had it bad. Yeah, but that shit is year round, bud. You said what? They said that shit is year round. That, like, they have that shit year round, bro. bro. Yeah. So like I was like, I'm always grateful, man. I'm like, I got a roof under my head. I'm healthy. I don't got any fucking complications. You know, like. What what do I have to like? If shit ain't going my way, like it's not gonna go like it's not gonna be that way forever. So exactly. what the fuck am I complaining about? Yeah. So that's I always try to look at like try to switch like the negative around mm-hmm. and kind of look at the positive side of everything. So um, it's hard to do, man. Not everybody has it in them just to be like you know fuck this shit and like move on. You know, yeah. You know, that, that, just, I had to learn that lesson really hard though, because I like when I left that the hospital, it was like I was a new fucking person. I mean every. Because, like I said, you stuck in there five days, no one to talk to, nothing to fucking yeah. do. So, nigga, I went to Chick-fil-A right after that. I'm smiling. Hi, everybody. I'm just on top of the world. Because I was like, you don't never, no one no one really knows, like, besides going to prison, to have everything you got. You ain't got no phone. You ain't got shit. You're just in somewhere, five days, nowhere to go. By law, you can't go nowhere. And you're also with people who are mentally really sick. So, like, it kind of scares you at night when you're going to sleep. And it's kind of a wake-up call. You wake up every morning, and that person's just talking to themselves and, and like, I remember one time this dude kept trying to walk through this door with a Bible. It freaked me the fuck out. My man had this Bible, and he thought he was, he just kept praying and walking towards the door and trying to open it. And it's a locked door, but he just kept praying, and, and he would just always repeat scriptures all day and walk around with this Bible and shit like that. Like, really freaked me the fuck out because it's shit you see in movies. Like, people try to portray this shit as, like, some, you know, something that's abnormal, but it's fairly normal. A lot of people got these severe-ass illnesses, mm-hmm. and I had to learn that shit the hard way. So when I got out, I'm like, fuck, bro, like, all them problems I got, they're not problems no more. Like, a breakup is a breakup, but I can move on, bro. So, after I, I luckily, I got out that relationship. And then um, that's when I was like, it was like this next summer. So, I started the podcast stuff. And I started kind of gaining that confidence. Started doing my own shit. Doing stuff I wanted to do, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, as far as, uh, so right now, you to say, like, all of that taught you to be like, you know what? I need to be fucking mentally tougher than, mm-hmm. than yeah. this shit. Yeah. And how confident are you on, uh, like with your stuff, like as far as the podcast, cause you were telling me that connecting with people is kind of like a little hard for you because you kind of hold back. Yeah. Um, so what, what advice would you give people AV or what would you give Alex as far as like, him trying to connect with uh, other people you got it bro i mean i would like you got it bro you know what i'm saying you got a story you got a you just you don't necessarily have to put yourself out there but yeah just be confident in what you got like you got mm-hmm. good shit you know you got the image for this shit like you got it bro you know like yeah exactly that's it's, what it is like it, it's it, not uh yeah. you just have to when you present them like basically i think at this point all you need is like the consistency that way people, you know, listen to Dame Dash more. Like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe carry on that. Because me, bro, that's how I am a lot of times. Like, I'm not a... I hang out with a lot of people that, let's say, they have nice cars, nice shoes, nice... They got money and shit. But they know I don't, but they still respect me the same because of who I am and... Yeah. Your work ethic. And exactly. Work ethic yeah. and my honesty. You know what I'm saying? I'm Like, you were... 
so honest with us right now. You know that yeah. that alone, I grew respect for you for exactly. you, Papa. Just you sharing that with us, because exactly that right there, you were vulnerable. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A lot of people mm-hmm. can't even do that. So that's why a lot of people respect me, just because I'm transparent and they go, "Yeah, I'm fat. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> oh, me, but I don't yeah. got a haircut. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. But at the end of the day, you're still gonna call AV and exactly. You know and, and, and this nigga doesn't hide. He's like, oh, I'm not gonna hide because I don't got a haircut. I'm not gonna hide because I'm fat. Fuck it. You know, yeah, he just bro. goes about it, and he's still AV at the end of the day. And that's how I feel like everybody has to be that way. Just be as. And real it as is possible. one of those things where you have to don't fit in. It's, fuck yeah, it's kind of like just fuck it, bro. You know, it is what it is. People are gonna talk anyway, so I'll like the other day my uh, workout buddy came, Cac. He came and uh, so he's like, let's go smoke. We go outside. I take my shirt off. Boom. Like, uh, wave it off because it got hair in it and shit. And then he's like, oh, fucking nasty. <laughs> like, it looks like you fucking, you're a pregnant, uh, like you just gave birth or something. Because <laughs> I got fucking stretch marks and shit. And he was like, you're fucking like that? <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, Boy, yeah, nigga, you, out, yeah. Fuck, uh-huh. you know, like... Uh, I knew he was gonna talk shit, but I did it anyway because I was like, man, fuck this nigga, you know. I didn't give a fuck, you know. He did, that's how it be. But I see. I feel like, it, and this is what I always say: like, if you don't believe in your shit, who is? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like yeah. we go back to Joe Rogan when he started his first episode, like with with a nobody. If he didn't believe in his shit, who who will? You know. Same with uh, rappers and artists and shit. If they don't believe in their music, who is? So when you go to somebody. Just confidence, bro. Like, a lot of times, like, you're the shit that you think that makes you less when you express it. To nine times out of ten, somebody's going through that or some worse shit. So, when they hear you say it, it makes them feel like they're not the only ones going through it. So, it's like in class when you fucking want to answer something, but everybody's just like, oh, me, say and then you're just like, fuck it, raise your hand, you say the wrong answer, at least. And then everybody laughs. You but try. then now you got other people. Like when, like freestyling, that's a perfect example, bro. I'll be around niggas that rap and they say they rap and then they're like, drop a freestyle. And then they don't want to. Fuck it. I'll start freestyling. Even though it's fucking trash, at least I was the one that. You took the step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You broke the ice. I know all of y'all niggas because everybody's just like, like, I know y'all niggas want to spit and y'all don't do it. So I'll just fuck around and. This is what because it in is. your head, <laughs> if you don't want to spit, because in your head you're like, maybe this shit is not that good. Yeah, yeah. And you're overthinking me, it, so you don't like, want to spit. But then you over here like, oh. and then they hear it and they're like, all right, fuck it. And then they and jump they in. Kind of act. It creates activates. that little yeah. domino effect. Yeah. So. That's what I think. What I, what I, I don't want to say struggle with, but it's it's odd because it's like a it's like a it's like a paradox in a way because it's more of a you know when you when you live that because like for 18 years or so of my life i didn't know what the fuck was going on so really i've been i've tell everyone really i've been living my life for like last two or three years so it's like i'm learning still you know so i but i think most most of what it is a lot of people don't talk about is is sometimes when your life is like very chaotic and shit when things start do- going good and when you start doing good you kind of get scared you know what i'm saying and you can kind of get that self-doubt and I, it's not i don't really get doubtful about my product it's just Sometimes when you get shit going, like if I put my all and effort in my shit and it fails, that's that's the thing I'll be struggling with, and it's not good to do. But that's exactly. that. It's, it's, you gotta learn how to I lose, notice bro. it though. You know what I'm saying? Because I like that's probably what you got all. from that relationship. You put your all into it, and then you that shit failed. Shit you like went that, crazy just, and shit. Yeah, in general. But I mean, it, yeah, it is one of those things where you just have to. Don't be afraid of change, and then don't mm-hmm. be afraid of fail. For example, let's yeah. say we do fucking a thousand episodes of the Half Core podcast, and then for some reason it falls off, and then it's over with. 
that's just a part of it. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's everything that starts is going to end just like life. Like we fucking were born, we're going to die. So it's, that's why those questions that like, are you ready to die? And you said you're not, you know, he said he's fuck it. You know, that, it, it goes yeah. back to that. Yeah. It goes back to that. It's crazy. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's very interesting. This, I mean, consistency and be, being confident in your shit. That's it. That's it, man. So I definitely tell anyone though, like, you know, you're going through some shit or whatever. Fine. Cause like the content thing, it does help. Cause I'm, I'm not perfect or nothing. And I'm not hundred percent all the time. But when I do kind of can get out of this rut I'm in or if I feel some type of way and I can go do a podcast or edit an episode, it does give you an escape for a minute. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and it's something, if you enjoy it, it's fun, man. I, yeah, I, I exactly. like editing yeah. this shit. I like being in here yeah. doing this shit. It's fun sitting and there talking on the mic and shit. It's fun. Exactly. It's it's fun. So it, it's it's just more of finding that, like, workflow. It's more of, you know, like, it's, it's everything, bro. Like, it's just, how, like, if you come to somebody – and you want somebody in your podcast, and it's like what A.V. saying, like, when they go and, like, do your research, and they'll be like, ah, oh, this motherfucker's consistent. Like, ah, oh, shit, mm-hmm. look at all these episodes. They'll fuck with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And there's going to be people that don't want to come. Now, people are accustomed to the cameras and wanting to be in front of a mic and, and have two random strangers asking questions and shit. But you have to be prepared to the no's. We've gotten rejected with people that we invited and stuff, but it's cool. Like, everybody's meant to, to be in front of the cameras, like I said, so... You just got to be prepared for the yeses and the nos, for the failure and the wins, and just move on for that, adapt and, and, and overcome, pretty much. That's what it comes down to. I do think what's dope, though, like, I think you probably experienced it when people come on, and after they do it, they, like, feel really happy. And oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they, they didn't expect that. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool to go it's watch yourself on YouTube too. Like, ah, oh, yeah. shit, I was in a podcast. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And there's not much out here like us. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah, kind of, you know, not, I found you, and uh, who else has a podcast out here? Uh, Jay Poe and Eddie Brosco. Oh, Jay Poe, yeah, yeah. But, but his shit is live. His yeah, shit is they're different. live. Because like, if you want to go back to that, you can't go back to it. You it's know? just like you tune in or you don't type shit. So it's like, yeah, I don't, do you consider that a podcast though? <laughs> uh, I don't think What's he doing? Just Facebook Live? And, yeah, yeah, that's okay, it. Yeah. Facebook Live. And I mean, they got microphones. It's, it's really good it, quality. It is. It is good quality and shit. But it's just... They have badass guests. So it's kind of like, I don't know, something different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not a, I don't think it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah that's a weird question to figure out what is a podcast. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, what do you consider it to? Because I know another podcast that does the same thing. They just have like one little microphone and they just Facebook Live. And I'm like, would you call that a podcast? Still content, like, you know. It's I content. Mean, content. The content the content content. Them is so, that they yeah. do it every Thursday, I think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. every, for the past like year, they've been doing it every Thursday. So at seven, you know. That I respect that. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Yeah, content in general. There's, like, there's three people watching them on live. They're still doing that shit. Ever since we started putting more content out there, like I've seen people, like friends of mine and stuff, they started doing like their YouTube channel, cooking channels, and shit like that. And I've like noticed that, like, oh shit, that shit tight. I'm with that, you know. And like, like I said, I always say, if you reach out to me, I'm gonna give you, you know, I'll give you some tips. I'll give you some advice. It's just, it's, it's good to have a community of people. Like, let's say if you can log in and watch uh content from 30 people in the city that's fucking dope you know instead of having to watch what yeah the mainstream or whatever that that day when we were doing the music video for padrino their intro and shit i saw a guy with a camera and shit like he had a professional vlogging setup and i was like it threw me off i'm like oh shit I'm not the only one out here because i feel like i'm the only one bro we we go out there when we vlog and shit nobody's doing that shit you know like and they look at us like oh shit like but you know? see, I don't know what it is, bro. I don't know if it's because I'm from more or what, but I don't. I find a lot of people just 
only trying to show love to the mainstream. Like I get a lot nah, of people, shit, you know nah. what I'm saying, posting yeah, the yeah, clips from watching Joe Rogan or somebody. But I'm like, oh, you can't post my and shit. And it's you crazy, know me. bro, because you know with with our shit, like we started and not knowing if people were gonna fuck with it, and like it's weird because all of like like all the people I have on my Snapchat for the most part, they're like tuned in. They may not watch the full hour, yeah, but, but they watch. In, they yeah. know that we have the half core podcast that's and dope. they exactly. fuck with it, you know. So and that's the thing too, bro. You might not know. So once you start post posting shit, like you don't know who's watching, but they're watching. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know who is ex- exactly watching and shit. And then sometimes but. you may have to do that thing where it's like, here, bro. Uh, I created this. Share it for me. Yeah. Like I, the other day, I did a music video for one of my buddies, and I was like, all right, bro. Everybody on your fucking Snapchat, send them the video and then tell them, hey, bro, can you share this for me? And they might not. Don't get mad about it. Don't be like, oh, this nigga's a bitch because he didn't share my shit. Just send it to everybody and then you'll see who, who, who shares it. And yeah, I was going through my Snap and I see it on this person's Snapchat, this person's Snapchat. So sometimes like you think people don't fuck with it, but you maybe maybe we're not doing the work that we need. To put yeah. it out there you yeah know? marketing right yeah and, and and it goes back to that it's it's more of developing that workflow so with this like i already have the episodes about to drop like at three i already have a clip that i'm gonna put on every social media i send a clip to av i send that clip to my guests and you just have to and you have to do this through, through like throughout the week mm-hmm. while the new episodes comes out like you have to constantly post it on your story like, okay, this is the episode, the new episode for this week. Go and watch it. Shove it through people's eyes. Because some, they might not click the first time or the second time, but they're eventually going to click. One of them, like 10, if you show it to 10 people to give you a number, five, four are going to click on it. And then if you keep posting it every week until the new episode comes out, they're going to keep, they're going to, you're going to, they're going to see it. You get what I'm saying? This is what we we're talking about the, the, the other, the other day about Snapchat. Like I go, like I have a lot of terrible people on my Snapchat. So I started cleaning, cleaning them out, like deleting them because they just post dumb shit. And I'm over here like, boom, 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 boom. But it counts as a view. And yeah. that view gets to their head. Like, ah, this person watched it. You yeah, know? they, so they, they all click it through their shit. So they think, they're, it, think they're yeah. celebrities, which is mm-hmm. fine. Everybody can do whatever the hell they want. But it's like what A.B.'s saying. Even if I did that, I watched it. I saw mm-hmm. something. It's the same with the podcast. It's the same with your, with your shit. With your, if you're doing whatever the fuck you're doing as far as content. They're watching it. And if you keep with the consistency posting every week, like, Every day or so, like a clip of the episode or whatever, like uh, the, 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 the podcast we did, mm-hmm. I posted it like three or four, four times, different days. Just people trying to see get, it. put it out there. Exactly. Sure it's like a out. billboard. Yeah, you might yeah, see it. Yeah. And it's, if it's a billboard of fucking toilet paper, to give you an example, you might be like, nah, I already have toilet paper. Ah, but if you keep seeing the billboard every time you drive, eventually you're going to be like, oh, well, let me try that fucking toilet paper that they're advertising. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just all that, man. It's and that's just why I'm that. glad we connected. And that's why I'm glad when I connect to other podcasts because it helps motivate me. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I need to get back on my shit or I need to learn something new to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I've done another dude's podcast. I went to his studio. Like, just coming in here too, I'm just like, damn, this shit nice. So I start knowing little things. Oh, I want to do this on my shit. I want to do this. You know what I'm saying? Because you exactly. know what you want, what you don't. You know what I'm saying? So you just get a, a learning experience by doing it. Because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that be hating around the city and don't, you know, I think you notice that there's a lot of people that don't, you know, uplift each other. Exactly. And they could just be, oh, fuck, I ain't going to go on his show. You can come on, you know what I'm saying? But exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. No, no, fuck no, that. No, you go on their no. stuff. You learn what their studio look like. You learn what equipment they're using. You learn what they're doing, editing with, just to learn. Yeah. And then same thing, you know what I'm saying? Learn that, oh, hey, man, you need to, like you tell me, hey, man, maybe you need to do three different channels. Or maybe you need to make three exactly. different Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Give me something, what you think. So I can learn from you what you want to know too, or what I want to know, because 
I'd be one of those shit. If I, I'm watching your stuff, I want to see the cameras you was using. Low. Like, this is how we watch Joe Rogan and shit. We want to know what they're using. Exactly, exactly. We want to know what's going on. Exactly. I feel you on that. And it's like, yeah, if you're passionate about it, like, I feel like that's the pressure I got to put as, like, me giving you that good advice. I got to put pressure on you. Because mm-hmm. I can tell you all this shit. Now, yeah. if you're going to apply it, are you going to upload every week? I don't know. I got to mm-hmm. put the pressure on you. And once you leave these doors, you got to be like, man, like, all right, I'm going to go to the house. And if you got, like, I, I, like, I recommend all my, like, most of my friends, bro, I get a planner, get a planner, write shit down. Okay. This person, like I have a calendar. That's how like, cause I'm a pretty terrible about it. So I have a calendar in my room. Boom. And then I have my planner. So I have to look at both. Cause sometimes I don't look at my planner, but there, there's a calendar. Oh shit. I'll go to my planner, plan everything like podcasts, write everything down what you're going to do in, during the day. So that way you can be more productive. And like I said, once the consistency is there and you show your guest, they're going to be like, I'm going to, I want to go there. Like I want to mm-hmm. go to the podcast and shit. Cause they see it, they see the consistency. So, I mean, shit, that's that's it, that's it right there, brother. So, I would say that, um, and just keep putting shit out there. Don't don't learn from everything. Don't compare it. Like, ah, shit, I don't got this, I don't got that. Fuck it, just throw content out there. Cause at the end of the day, that's what's gonna really matter. It's the content and consistency. Yeah, man. Cause like you said, I am young, so I'm trying. I'm trying to learn, bro. I'm trying to learn. Cause I don't ever get that that real realization. I am 21, so a lot of people do come to my studio and shit. They're like, "Oh, this is dope. You doing this? Whatever. How old are you?" And I'm like, 21. Now, oh, shit, for real, blah blah. But it doesn't feel like it, cause you know I didn't been through a lot of shit. I didn't think I was gonna be here in the first place. So I'm like, fuck. I don't. It don't yeah, feel like nothing going right. on. But because you know. that's what happens with a lot of people, man. They always like, whether it's a podcast or just starting to put content out there. Ah, fuck. I don't got the camera. Ah, fuck, mm-hmm. I don't got the mics. Yeah. Ah, fuck, I don't got this. Just put it And then even, like, people yeah, who do that to you, too. Like, you just got to, uh, like, kind of zone people out because they're going to be, like, they're going to they're gonna act like they're happy for you, but they're going to ask you some question that's going to make you, they're doing it to make, to see, like, okay, let's see what this nigga's about. Yeah. So you're going to be like, do you get paid for that shit? Or, do, you know, shit like that. Yeah, you know, it's weird, like too. That. I've had no like, How many views do you get? That, bro. Like, they, they, they're asking questions and they're, and they're giving advice and stuff, but it ain't necessarily to do really give me advice. It's kind of just trying to hate, but they're not trying to show the hate. Yeah. So they're going to act like they with me and fuck yeah. with me just so they can be next to me and trying to get an experience of it. And really, they're hating low-key. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like... got to block them out. Yeah, yeah, that's the number one thing. Like, they'll ask either how many views do you get or mm-hmm. how many subscribers? And I'm like, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't worry about that. Like at the end of the day, like that's when I, when I tell people about the podcast or my personal vlogs and shit, I was like, I'm not worried about that shit. So like, if you want to subscribe, you subscribe because you fuck with me, subscribe because you like the content, not because of, Oh, I have fucking a hundred thousand subscribers. So now mm-hmm. you're going to subscribe because I have that amount of subscribers or you're not going to subscribe because I have a hundred subscribers. Like, come on, son. So I feel like with that, no excuses, period. Because yeah, a lot yeah. of us use that like to, to, I don't have a camera. Well, I'm not going to do it until I have a camera. I was one of them. I'd be like, I don't got the logo yet. I don't got this. I don't got that. So I'm not going to upload. So it holds you back. It's the same with fucking recording. Like if you're an artist, they'll, they'll hold back because they don't got the money for the studio. They don't got, then fucking put freestyles on, on Instagram clips of freestyling or, or you making beats or whatever the hell it is. Just put content, period. Don't let that shit be an excuse for you to hold you back. Because right now you can be, for example, oh, I don't got a, three cameras. I don't got four cameras in. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm not going to do it. You know? And it's like, nah. I think for you too, it's dope that you, like your old videos and even my old, like my old episodes, I fucking recorded in my living room. Like I exactly, yeah. to record, bro. And then now I have like my own studio, but it's, a, it's an in-home studio, but I got some sound panels up, got a table, got chairs, got the mixer, all that shit. I start off with a little ass mixer, one mic, 
and I had to record in my fucking kitchen, bro. Yeah. And, and I mean, y'all know how Mexican mamas be. My mama trying to walk around the house. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to clean some shit. She's trying to cook some shit. She ain't trying to, you know, sit down for an hour so for me to record. So I'm in my kitchen in the living room. I'm trying to do anything I can just to record. So then now I'm at this point where I have like an in-home studio I can do. I can go in there. I can record and edit and do everything I need to do. I can have three different shows in there. And I'm like, you, as the process is going on, you don't realize how like blessed you are, yeah, bro. How blessed you are, and how yeah. things are coming along. You know what I'm saying? Because like you did, like you said, you was doing them in your living room, and I'm like, that's crazy because I was too. And then now you have this, and as it's going on, you don't really sit there and think like, wow, like I really got this shit. You don't really get real thankful about it until like it went from just like nothing to like we got a logo. Yeah, and it took us what, bro? Man? We were like eight episodes in without a logo. Oh, really? Oh, really? Like, yeah, I, well, one day, I yeah, was, he, like I was just like, man, bro, fuck it, like let's just get this shit going. I'll make a because I can design it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I made just a little something for us to just like let's just go. You know what I'm saying? Like we got the name. But we, but what? Like, when? When did you make that logo? Because we had yeah, like it was like I think like on the second episode. Second episode. Yeah. Yeah. So we already went without, like, a lot of people would even wait for the logo. So mm-hmm. they'll be like, yeah. we, we threw that episode out there, and then AV was, like, just creating a logo. Like, hey, what you think? Just to start. I'm like, fuck it. It's just to start. Like, it's yeah. not going to hold me back because it's not the logo I want. You know what I'm saying? So we just threw it out there, and it's, it's crazy. crazy. That, that, and like, a couple episodes later, we created that one. And yeah. it's funny because that microphone is the same type of microphone kind of that I used on the original one. So yeah. at least the graphic designer already kind of had an idea of what we sort of wanted and shit so but that's the point the whole point of it when i started at my living room bro it was just me and like i said i had to force my brother to be behind the camera mm-hmm. so the uh, the and, santi the shooter yeah, yeah shout out to him and i have a clip of that and i i, I saw it yesterday because i was cleaning my computer and i'm like i'm gonna save this shit because this shit is gold once we because it keeps evolving pretty soon we're gonna have a new custom table yeah shout out to Manuel Valles, Manuel, and then AV. The, you know. the original El Chavo. Yeah, <laughs> so they're going to custom a table for us, and, and it's just a part of the process. Like I said, we're going to eventually upgrade our shit, and that's that excites me, but it won't hold us back because right now if somebody wants us to do the podcast at their house, we just pick up these mics, pick up the thing, and we'll go to their house. We've done it before with Jay Poe. Shout out to Jay Poe for letting us do that episode at his house. So you also got to keep the mobility. I, if, if we have to go to you, we'll go to you. But I think it's cool to just have that kind of diversity. So, yeah, pretty much that, bro. Mm-hmm. Being diverse is definitely it, too. Yeah, bro. Just having – because y'all have y'all had a variety of guests on, too, on top of that. And uh, like you say, because I can do the same. Pick up your shit, and you, I got to come to you. I'll go to you. But that just – that kind of shows, too, like I'm willing to do this episode with you. Because exactly. if, if it's a person that really got some followers or they really got that, that – uh, they got a message – then fuck it. If I got to pack up all my shit and it's going to take exactly. forever, whatever, that's what we, I'll yeah, take I mean, it to Jay you, Paul, that's how it was. I know how Jay Poe is. So I knew that. That, that was the moment. Because I said, he, I was like, what are you doing this afternoon? He said nothing. So I was like, you trying to podcast? Put him on the spot right You got to get him in the spot, yeah. He said, yeah, let's go. Fuck it. So we did it. You know, yeah. if, if we would have sat there and been like, when can you do this? Or can, it would have mm-hmm. not. He would have yeah. been like, man, I don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> Yeah, trying to get time set up and shit. Yeah, like but, I don't know. Yeah, because I had that moment. I had a, uh, he's a real estate, he's a co-owner of a real estate company. And I was like really nervous about that shit, like extremely nervous because he was coming with his videographer and they had the ring light and the cameras. It's just the first time I've done anything like that. And he come up and I'm nervous as fuck because I'm like, this is my first like real interview. And I know he got a little following, so people going to see this shit. 
But it turned out to be a great fucking interview. But I think that's what it is. I had that moment of, you know, I can't be nervous. You know, I can be, but like, I got to do it. Like at the end of the day, he went on the date and time. We set it up. He caught, brought the camera. I, I think shit. it's, it's, like, it's, you know, human nature. Cause shit, when I was in your podcast, I was like, the fuck am I going to say? <laughs> I don't know what questions <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be asked. I mean, yeah. I don't know if the, the, the guest did his research, the, yeah. the host, you know? So it's like, I got to make sure you get put on the spot. I get put on the spot. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I'm, Fucking, I thought like you did good he, though. I watched it. Yeah, yeah me too. And then I was like, I was concerned. I was like, did I did did I fucking you know? What I was like, I had to question yeah. myself, you know. But I was like, fuck it, whatever, because I don't give a fuck at the end of the day if it, yeah. you know. So I was like, fuck it. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh shit, this shit good. I gotta tell you, I'm proud dude, of myself. Y'all need to read. Uh, it's called a uh, um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Have you heard of that book? Nah. Oh, you got to get that shit because that whole book. That's what he talks about. It's just not giving a fuck about a lot of shit. And it's like with uh, have, uh, Ka- uh, Karina, the girl that was on the podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's what she was saying. She was like, before I moved to the other shop that I wanted to go to, I started thinking of all the scenarios that could have happened, and then I was so scared. But then I did it, and none of that shit happened. Mm, that's what's crazy. She said everything yeah. went good. Every all the bad shit I thought about didn't even. So I'm like, imagine if she wouldn't have took that step just because of all the shit she was scared about, she would have missed out on all this other fucking. Yeah, I think sometimes that shit crazy, bro. Yeah. I'm I'm hell excited to fucking get all the people back and just see what's up. You know, that's that's another fucking not even in five years. This is just like to the point where we're like, it's been a year, it's been six months or whatever the hell the case is. Let's see where you at. You get what I'm saying? Because I might be homeless, nigga. Shit. <laughs> hey, we'll go. Fuck, we'll go under a bridge and do the podcast if we have to, bro. Fuck it. We out here. We're mobile, nigga. But but bro, like you were saying, bro, I was thinking of a quote. It's like sometimes we suffer more in our minds than we, in uh, in reality. Because if you think like that, like like you said, she was thinking all the scenarios of shit that could have happened and they end up not happening. Because you know what I'm saying. Sometimes we just be in our heads so much about shit. Cause like you just said, if somebody really wanted to sit here and be like, you know, I ain't got this camera, I ain't got this microphone, I ain't got this, or this can go wrong, then you ain't gonna ever do shit. And I, I think a lot of people end up not chasing their dreams is because of that, bro. I don't think there. there's such thing as the perfect moment. I don't think there's such thing as the perfect time. Mm-hmm. It just happens. Period. Yeah. You know, yeah, like oh, I'm gonna wait for the perfect moment. Like I was, I was. Remember with the podcast, That's why on the first and you were like, "Man, fucking throw an episode!" Like, just, uh, I already had it ready, bro. Like, it was edited. Like, I had, bro. He was like, "Plan A didn't work, but fuck it, we always have a Plan B." And I was like, "Fuck Plan B, bro!" <laughs> and then he was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, bro, fuck Plan B." And at the time, he was like, "What the fuck is this nigga talking about?" <laughs> yeah. But that's what I meant, like, bro. Like, you don't really never know. This is still part of the main mission, so exactly. don't think about it like plan A, plan B, plan. No, it's all going to the same. Exactly, you know, that's what I was saying because we recorded episode one, which is the reborn. That's what I like to call the reborn of the Half Court Podcast, and it was at the old shop. And then I edited, it. I had it ready probably that that same week, and it was ready. And I was like, let's do more episodes, but we didn't do an episode until like four or five months ago. But I still haven't uploaded that episode, and the Navy was like, fucking upload that episode, bro. I'm like. Bro, we don't have because I wanted to stack those episodes, have yeah, at least yeah. four before I throw that one out. Put, he was like, know? "Nah, yeah. let's do it." I was like, "Bro, we're, you're planning on doing an upload weekly. How the fuck are we gonna keep up with that? Let's do it. Let's put pressure on ourselves." And we ended up doing that shit. That's dope. So as fuck. Yeah. on our episode two, we were supposed to have a guest, and they canceled. They they canceled. Y'all did that one together. They just backed yeah. out, and we're like, "Fuck!" So I'm over here like, "Bro, I guess we'll just have to wait." And then he was like, "Nah, bro, let's do one of, of us. Fuck it." <laughs> And it, that's how that shit happens. So like, yeah, that shit yeah. crazy, bro. Because it's like, it just, they just after that, it just took off. Like, mm-hmm. we've been fucking blessed and fortunate enough to have a guest every week. 
I know now it's going to be a little bit tougher because of this whole situation, and maybe not everybody wants to be out here. So, but just know keeping that social distancing and exactly, we're yeah, we're taking the yeah. right measurements and shit. Hey, they got they got some hand sanitizer, and we don't know if this is going to be our last I episode. See, yeah. So, I'm always prepared for everything, but hopefully it's not. We'll just keep it going, just me and you talking fuck about it, some shit. Yeah, it. I mean, you could do that, bro. Although people watch it. That, that's the thing too. Like, um, Joe Budden, they said they're about to stop doing this shit for like a while. And I was like, hold on, wait a That's minute. Joe Budden, the biggest podcast on Spotify right now, stop it. So I was like, all these, yeah, they said they're stopping for right now. They're not stopping, stopping, but they're they're taking a period to wait all this shit ends. So they don't even want to be around each other? Yeah, because they're in New York. So Joe, Joe Budden oh. just said on his last episode, he was like, I'm just letting everyone know this might be your last episode for a minute. Now, who knows how long that is? But Joe like, Budden, bro. Yeah, Joe exactly. Budden. That's, That's like scary. if Joe Rogan out of nowhere to exactly. be like, you know what? I'm not going to do this And you shit. never know. He well, fuck around I mean, the mic. in New York. Maybe some, some of his family is being affected. Maybe or nobody not. wants to go to New York. Or, or no, just, well, the thing is, he doesn't have guests on his podcast. Oh, Joe yeah, Budden? But, yeah, that's what he said. But he's just saying. Because Joe like, Budden is just him and... and well, like, I mean, more Rory and uh, Maul and then Parks. But, oh, it's the one where they're sitting in the couch and shit, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, so that means that they're scared to be around each other. I don't know. But they're in New York. Though, so that's what he's just saying. He's like, we gotta be cautious. But I'm like, for that though, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, all content creators better put their shit out because you may be able to just take the ear from somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. just for a moment. That's what I, you know that's what I'm what I, when you ask, what are you gonna do? I mean, putting out content, you know, whatever I can, whatever that way. If, if I fuck it, if, yeah, yeah, whatever does happen, nigga, at least y'all I'm remember us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shit, we did. What yeah. was the What was the thing you was gonna ask me before I? Because I asked uh, Alex something, and then you was gonna ask you asked Alex something, and then you was gonna ask me. I forgot. Do you remember? I don't know. I no, just no. smoked the blunt. So I, I was gonna know. tell you though, bro. Um, I went to Joe Budden podcast live in Dallas, and that shit was eye opening, motherfucker. Because I'm sitting here like these dudes up here. I'm talking about the whole building is filled, and I'm like these men's on the stage just kicking it, talking. Getting paid, like chilling, dope, and, and even and it's not about getting the pay part too. But no, I'm just thinking it's just like, bro, of, like you, you know, built it up to that fucking level exactly, to where people yeah. give yeah. a fuck like that. Like, it's like with, 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 with Joe Rogan, bro. Like that that the episode we saw where he's teaching somebody how to kick this nigga. Like they're just chilling, bro. And then like this nigga, like no. yeah, like the 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 comments was was funny because like. Joe, uh, Joe Rogan's wife. I bet he's talking with other females. Joe Rogan teaching niggas how to kick and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> talking just dumb shit. Like, yeah, but that was eye opening, bro. Because I'm, I'm in there. It's a bang of people. It felt like we're all just kicking it together. Like, we're in a big ass little stadium, but it's like we was all kicking it. And they's up there talking and drinking and just talking shit. And I'm like, that's wild that this man's able to travel the world, go to L.A., go to New York, do whatever. And there's people filling that arena just to hear them kicking on the stage and talk. So that was that was very inspirational for me. But yeah, yeah man, I, I feel like it's all patience. Too. Mm, definitely. Like once you definitely. hop on this road, you got to know it's going to be a long road yeah. and you got to know, like, maybe it won't work out. But if in your mind you're like, it's going to work out, then it's going to work out. You got to know your life isn't going to be like everybody else's. And then you just got to like block all that shit yeah. out because yeah, you're going to see like shit. people oh they're building families they're having kids they're having you know they could buy a house all this shit and then you're probably going to still be on this road and you're like that looks kind of fun but unfortunately i think if you jump in it it's like it's going to make it longer because how old is joe button she's in 30s Think closer to forty, man. Yeah, it was already He's a rapper old, yeah. and all that shit. So yeah. it's like it's a long road, bro. You never know. It's, it's a like, long road. Yeah, exactly. It it it, it takes you a minute. Then that's 
especially what I like said. content creating. I guess too, our peers are like you just said, out having families, they're working that corporate job, getting that money, got the nice cars and shit. But content creating, it, it's it's really patience. It's literally a marathon, like Nipsey Hussle. That shit's a marathon with podcasting, bro, and with content creating in general. It's literally um, patience, bro, because you can see that person. Like, I got friends that do work in nice jobs or they're doing other things. I got friends that are dispensary owners and shit, and they're, they're mo- making moves. So it feels like you're not doing nothing. But with content creation, it takes time because it's literally basically just you or, like, somebody else. And you got to edit those videos. You got to have those guests. You got to – it's like you're on your own type of shit. You're not seeing any money, so like exactly. It's just, you no that's comeback. what I'm saying. Like once you Over find time. the love for it, then it, mm. it all becomes irrelevant. Just, yeah, just a, a fun fucking thing to do, you know. So yeah, man. Uh, shit, we've been here for an hour and thirty one minutes. Oh, it's been a fucking hell of a podcast, <laughs> yeah. and it just no, goes definitely. by flying. Yeah, that's the beauty of this yeah. shit. Like once you have shit to talk about, it just goes by flying. Like I'm like, oh shit, an hour and thirty thirty one minutes. Like goddamn. But we're going to ask you one more question, brother, because this is what we ask all of our guests. So if you had to go back in time five years from now and tell yourself something to maybe make a change or whatever, what would it be? Damn. Five years five years back. Oh, right, 16, right? Yeah, 16. Then we may have to do three years with this young nigga. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like five years. He's probably our second youngest, huh? Because uh, Shit. Uh, yeah, y'all just said he was 17, right? 17, 17 yeah. yeah. So you're 21, yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Um... I might end up saying the patience thing, bro, for real. Because I think being patient and kind of just not focusing on the now, because that's one thing that was big when we talked is you kept saying how you were looking towards the future and you've been on your mind was, well, I'm going to do in five years from now. What am I doing next year? And I think when you're young and you like, for instance, if I was 16, I, I would, I'm so focused because even in high school, you're so focused on the now and all the drama and all the bullshit going on that I wish I would have been more focused on the future and having that patience of like. Just I block all that bullshit that's exactly, happening and yeah. be like. Like, I don't have it figured out now, but you will one day. Just because you don't know what the fuck's going on right now does not mean you won't know what the fuck's going on five years from now or next year because we get so caught up in what's going on right now and the chaos that's going on. But it won't always be that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, that's pretty pretty good. I mean, like, and you're still hella young, so, like, at this point, it's just doing that same shit. Tunnel vision, Mm -hmm. boom. So patience is the important part. Um, That's about it, man. Anything you want to add? Yeah, man. Thanks for... Alex, hey, yeah, man, thanks, for real. For thanks, thanks for having me on, bro. Yeah, thanks man, appreciate that. We always uh, thankful for taking the time, you know. But we're gonna wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, this is not our last episode. It won't be our last episode. <laughs> and then go ahead and check out Alex's show. What was it? Uh, I got so I got the Alexander Taylor show, uh, intertwined, and let's do therapy. And let's talk. We're gonna link Spotify, them. Apple, YouTube. Yep. Yeah. We're link so I do down. have something to say. You said what? I said I do have something to say. What's, What's up? up? Just create some content. Stay the fucking side. Yes, bro. And uh, wash your hands. I mean, y'all seeing it? People are dying. It's gonna get fucking worse. Exactly. So yeah, this is not gonna be our our final podcast. Fuck that bullshit. We're gonna do our best, and hopefully, this shit gets better. So yeah, create content. Now is the right time. So yes, it is. That's yes. about it. We're gonna wrap it up. Peace. <laughs>